Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the brand new game from Bungie. From Bungie. No. That's how you Destiny say it. 2. Destiny 2. <laughs> I'm super excited about this. We've uh, been waiting for this for years. We have. Um, it, it seems like just yesterday I was playing Destiny 1. Yeah, like there were moments while I was playing it, we can talk a little bit about this earlier, where I was getting the same kind of like discovery vibes that yeah. I would get from Destiny 1, where yeah. like you turn a corner and you're like, what is down yeah. here? You know, that sort of thing. Yep. And uh, getting all of those vibes yet again, which like the, the expansions give you to a certain extent, but maybe not to the full, like where it's like every turn is brand new. Right. So we've been playing a lot of that, and we're going to talk about that. We don't have a review ready for you, but mm. we have a um, our, our first impressions. We're about I don't know how how many hours. I could this. I could look. Yeah, we could we could look at this. Um, I feel I'm, I feel like I'm. Like, we should just guess how many hours we played. Oh gosh, okay. Thing. I think mm, mm. I've probably played mm. fifteen hours. Okay. I'm going to guess, okay, so this has been out for how many days now at this point? Like Tuesday, it was sort of on. Okay, I'm going to say I've played about the same. I mean, so that's basically two nights, right? So like two nights of uh, of, of playing. I've played probably more than more than that. Maybe just slightly more than that um, from you. Yeah, you're walking around the room looking for your phone. I don't know where you... It was under your leg, Chris. Look at your seat. Oh, okay. You just got up and you're, you left your phone behind. I should have just like been like, maybe it's in the kitchen, you know, or whatever. Um, all right, or taking it while you it. had your back turned and hit let's it. Let's see here. <laughs> Somewhere where you definitely wouldn't have been. Um, like in the cabinet over there. That would have been really funny, Chris. Destiny 2, waiting for it to load. Um, oh, you're loading the app. I was going to load Xbox, but I guess... That's uh, what I'm doing. Oh, nope. okay. 10 hours. Okay. So I think I've, I've played about 15 because um, I played a little bit more than you. But maybe you? not. I don't know. That's a good question. We're about to find out. I it's bet, loading. I bet you're 10 hours as well. It's loading. Destiny 2. Well, I stayed on last night too late. 12 hours. 12 hours. All okay. Right. So, uh, so yeah, we've, we've what, played. Character, you know, age, amount. and years. What the heck does that mean? Oh. Two? Oh. oh so when you created it. But you've created, you created that character like three years ago, man. Yeah. That's not right. Character, all my friends are at two. Character Every, power. Everyone's at two. I'm at zero. And some people are at one. Yeah, I'm at zero because I recreated my character, um, which so we can discuss a little bit later. two years is the max? That's weird. Well, zero is a year. Um, huh. That's a weird stat to track. That's a very strange one to track there. Um, but yeah, we've been doing that, Chris. Tracks your character power. I also want to give a shout out to character being in level. the same room. So there's not like a weird, yeah. weird, uh, weird delay or like I'm not having to like listen closely to a, a phone. I yeah. can just see you. Yeah. It's really That's happening. It's pretty nice. It's really nice. Um, First time in like three weeks. So we've obviously been up to that. But what else have you been up to this week, John? So a lot. Um, because it's been two weeks. So we, I took a vacation, like we took a vacation, uh, last week and, uh, and we had the, the old pre-recorded podcast yep. and, uh, it was, it was, the vacation was awesome. Like it was great. We did this time we did, we went down to Disney for, for two days, two full days. Um, and, uh, and we did a, the weekend before, then we went down to Disney and then the weekend after, so like we didn't have to go right back to work after we came back. And we, that's the first time we've kind of bracketed a, uh, a vacation in that way. And it was kind of nice. Like it, if it, it was super relaxing. Uh, came back really refreshed after the the entire thing. Um, 
yeah, it was it was interesting because because we went down there. We did um, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. Nice. So kicked off Halloween, um, which was really fun. Like you can go down there. It's a it's a, a ticketed event where you buy a, a separate ticket and you can get into the parks um, 4 p.m. and then that goes all the way through midnight. That's awesome. And uh, so we were there that whole time, and you can go around to different treat stations and uh, and and basically get a bunch of candy, free candy. That's awesome. And uh, and then you ride. That not all the rides are open. Like there's a couple rides that aren't open, um, specifically because like a lot of like the, uh, for example, um, during the actual event, um, the oh what is it Mickey's Philhar Magic or whatever it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that wasn't open, but because inside there they were playing a Halloween uh, cartoons uh, oh, nice. and. They had a treat station in there, so like you could go inside Mickey's Philhar Magic, get some candy, sit down in the theater, watch a watch a cartoon or whatever. But they had uh, lots of unique character stops, like Jack Skeleton was out there. We had uh, we actually saw um, the uh, Lotso Hugs or whatever it is uh, from, oh, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Toy Story Three. That's awesome. Um, and so yeah, they have a bunch of unique ones of those. The they have a, a specific fireworks show, which was amazing like nice. really crazy with like it's it's hosted by the uh the haunted mansion characters nice so the uh the 99 happy haunts or or the 999 happy haunts or whatever it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and uh and then they had a stage show from the uh the sanderson sisters from uh the hocus pocus mm. folks so it was like it was based on that so in order to prepare for this rewatch hocus pocus that movie is terrible. Yeah, that's not very good. It is not a good movie. It is no. awful. Like I, I, I didn't like it at all. Um, <laughs> I can just lay that down there. Like there were, there are very few redeeming qualities, and they don't redeem it to the point where like I would watch it again. I wouldn't watch that movie again. Yeah. Anyway, but the stage show, strangely, like I wasn't excited for it going in because I was like, ah, the movie was kind of weird. But like this was this stage show is good. The stage show was amazing. Nice. <laughs> like it was great. Um, the they took like the only elements of the uh, the movie that were like the the good parts, and they like kind of incorporated that. And that was like one of the songs that they sing. They put a sing. Uh, Bet Midler sings. I'll put a spell on you in the movie, and that's mm-hmm. really cool. And so she sang that at the end of uh, at the end of the the performance. But they bring in lots of other Disney villains as well. Nice. Um, and uh, they sing songs like they have the the uh, the Shadow Man from uh from uh, uh, uh Princess and the Frog. Nice. And they have uh the 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 boogeyman from um jack skeleton or from nightmare before christmas mm-hmm. he comes out and sings and stuff and it was it was a, such a crazy good production yeah. like that entire like 20 minutes half hour whatever that was on i was just like locked to it man all right the performance who who like they had imt- like uh imitating the sanderson sisters did such a good job where i literally was standing there while we were while we were watching thinking how do they pay bet midler to do all of these shows every <laughs> single time and it didn't like Catherine. The next day, she blew my mind by being like, "No, that really that wasn't Bette Midler. You know that, right?" And I was like, "No, what?" And so, because like, they did like did their makeup to look look like her, and her she, her mannerisms and behavior was exactly the same as in the movie. And we like just watched the movie, <laughs> so it's not like uh, not like I could get away with like, "Oh, I just don't remember the movie correctly." But like, dude, such good performances. That was a fun one. Um, they had a spe- specific parade. Um, but the highlight of the, the, the night was the haunted mansion. We went and did that mm. twice. It's just like, that's such a classic yeah. to ride around. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, there's nothing really special, a ton special going on. It was just like, it was just the haunted mansion, which is really fun. So I'm in the Halloween mood is what I'm telling you, Chris. Nice. This is earlier than I've ever been in the Halloween mood. It's not right yet. 
No, it's not even Rytober yet. And I'm super excited for your Halloween party. Sweet. Have no idea what I'm going to dress up as. I don't either. But uh, I'm excited for it. That's awesome. What's really funny is while we were on that trip, um, I got the invite for the Halloween party nice. uh, via Facebook or whatever. So it was uh, it was <laughs> one of those where I was like, oh, this is like perfect. <laughs> I'm in the Halloween mood now. Um, anyway, so the next day, we actually went to four parks in one day, did one ride and one food item at least in each. We could have like... Save for Animal Kingdom, we did two rides and a food item in every single one. Mm. But uh, Animal Kingdom, we don't want to risk it, right? We chose to ride the Avatar uh, uh, ride, yes. Flight of Passage. Yes. Um, and so we got there like right as soon as it opened. Hopped in the line. The line was massively long already. Uh, it was. It, we waited for an hour and nine minutes um, or so, and like it was so that was actually fast. Like yeah. later in the day, it was like well over two hours yep. long or whatever. Yep. So, um, but it was it was amazing yep i have to say there are still parts of me like like i didn't know what to expect you'd said like it was like your favorite ride yeah and i was like i feel like that's like i don't i don't want to overhype it for myself (laughs) and then be like oh i was so disappointed man you said it was your favorite you know yeah and so like we but we get in there and it was amazing i know like there are still (laughs) elements of it that i don't know how physically it happened yeah you know like I don't know, you know, if anybody doesn't want to like be spoiled on anything, but like there's this moment where like you you're teleported from like where you're supposed to be at to uh-huh. like the Avatar world or whatever. And physically something has to happen, like some doors have to open or like you have to be like lifted up or like something physically has to happen. Yeah. And I do, don't know how it happened. Right. Like I don't know what happened and I don't know how it worked. Like I don't know because anything. they like they do this cool thing where they shine some lights down from above and they like, you know, you have this like 3D-esque kind of a, a vision type of a thing, and then all of a sudden you're just there. Yeah. And it's like, wait, and there's not huge. a wall in front of me anymore. It's just open. Yeah. And it's gigantic. Yeah. And uh, there were literally moments within that ride, like where like it's 3D and you're like riding on the back of uh, one of the, uh, oh man, what are they called? One of the, the Navi, no, the, I I can't remember uh, what they're they're called. They call them like three different things throughout the course of like the prep for that ride. Anyway, so you're on the back of one of the big flying dragons. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, at some point, like the water, some water like splashes up Mm -hmm. two times, right? Mm -hmm. I literally ducked. I almost lost like the 3D glasses from my head and I was like, oh, and I was like, why did I just duck like real water here? You know, Um, it was, it was such a fun ride, man. I, uh, I, if anybody goes to animal kingdom, they should ride this ride because it blew my mind. Yeah. I still, like I said, I still thinking back, I have no idea how they did some things. Yeah. What did you think of Pandora? Um, it was fun. Like the food, we get some food afterwards in Pandora. Um, it was, that was delicious food. Like some of the. Disney, so I'll, I'll say this, like Disney doesn't have the best theme park food. Like if you like theme park food wise, Universal has Disney beat like a bunch. Like, I mean, the, the food in Universal Studios, like you can get like good stew or good like, like it's it's food. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in Disney, a lot of times, like it's just normal kind of theme park food. Mm-hmm. Um, out at Disneyland in, Cali- that, though. in California, yes. there's some really good food. Disneyland has great food. Like, I feel like you, you can't... That's right. They couldn't get away with it being bad in, in California out there at Disneyland. Yeah. But in uh, Disney World, like, there's still, like, you go in and it's like, oh, here's the chicken strips or here's the, yeah. like, burger or whatever. And they can, But the newer places that they've been putting into Disney World, they've been kind of, like, redoing this whole thing. So, like, the, uh, the Avatar places... 
the one of the newest restaurants. Yeah. And we had some delicious food. Um, we had like a rice bowl with uh, with some some uh, chorizo mm-hmm. salsa, and it had like beef. Yeah. And it was all really like well prepared, well cooked. Like I, I put it in my mouth and I was like, that was, I, I would eat this if it was just in Nashville, like somewhere, nice. you know? Um, and they had a, uh, the bow, bow buns, um, which are like these uh, little dumplings, but it had like a cheeseburger bow mm. bun. And so it was mm. like a cheeseburger shoved inside of this dumpling esque roll. Nice. And, uh, but yeah, the, the, another place that we ate while we were there is Morimoto Asia down at Disney Springs, which if you want to talk about food, Chris. The best ribs, some of the best ribs I've ever had in my life. Wow, so good! Like I, I will, I like I'm craving them right now. Just thinking <laughs> about it, like I, I would eat some ribs if they were in front of me. Um, but yeah, dude, it was a, it was a fun trip. Good. Came back. Something I've been doing while we were on our way back. I actually the Mario Rabbit plus Rabbids came yeah. out while we were there. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to get a physical version of it because I was like, ah, you know, I want to be able to like trade it with you, like give it yeah, to you yeah. after I'm done with it because it's kind of a single player game. Yeah. And uh, so I had them ship it to the hotel. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, and I picked up picked up that and uh, played some of that on my way back home. Um, Do you, like, you like it? Super fun. I uh, it's it's one of those that is a, basically a Mario version of like XCOM or something like that. Supposedly, yeah. um, I haven't ever really played XCOM, but it reminds me a lot of like I'm getting a like grid-based strategy kind of vibes of, mm. of like fire emblem or something like that mm. from it which is really cool um and it's, it's a, it runs really well the 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 characters are all really funny like i've laughed out loud while playing it which nice. is strange um but yeah it's it's a it's a solid game man that's awesome yeah that's cool but that's pretty much what my week has been man nice it's uh it's been a been a been a ride that and then a crap ton of destiny a bunch of destiny yep. <laughs> So um, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, uh, watched the uh, the season finale, season six finale, eight finale. Anyway, the most recent season of Game of Thrones. Nice. It was great. It, okay, so the final season is next season, right? Yeah. Okay, because like I keep seeing people uh, on the social media as being like, "Oh man, now the Game of Thrones is over," and I'm like, "Do we mean over, over, or do we mean just the season over?" I mean, the thing was, I mean, you know, like. Um, which we might, I might do uh, get some people together and do like a, a a proper review of this. You should on one of the shows. Uh, but the uh, without being too spoilery, like they they shortened like each season was is normally ten episodes long. Yeah, they shortened the last two two uh, seasons. This one to seven episodes. Mm. The next one to six episodes. Mm. I think in terms of. Like they needed to do it in terms of the narrative, moving the narrative forward, and then in terms of like post production on these episodes because there's some graphics intensive stuff that they're doing uh, in all of this. The I'm dragons, like, right? Well, yeah, sure, dragons and some other things, um, and uh, that that require mm. more money. Yeah, you know, in time. The thing that they're losing. Um, is uh, this is just kind of a quick like overview like of how I feel. I love the season. I mm-hmm. like. I, I don't mind these things moving faster toward the end. Like if you think back on Battlestar Galactica, the last season of Battlestar Galactica, um, especially the back half moved so fast. Yeah. Um, and almost it, too fast. And but... that's and that's what they're where they're at here, where it's like it's on the verge mm. of being too fast. Like it's things are happening, and you're just like. Normally, this would be like three episodes, but yeah. it's happening in, in one. Um, and, and you're losing things like your, the sense of 
like travel time. So yeah, for instance, in the first few like like let's go back to the first season, the first like few episodes, like there are people like traveling and like you spend like the entire episode with them traveling, like mm. and, and it's all about the dialogue and the conversation and the drama there, and. Since we are past George R. R. Martin's books, yeah, I was wondering if that would have something to do with it. I feel like you know, well, they don't have this rich dialogue to pull from anymore. Yeah. They know the big beats of what happened because yeah. he's told them. But like the 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 minute by minute, you know, like moment to moment stuff, the kind of small quirky little stories that would happen within the stories, exactly that doesn't exist. And yeah. so, rather than try to fill that in, they're just kind of hitting like this is the main points. So what what ends up happening is like it seems feels like pe- like characters are you know, transporting all over Westeros, you know, like somebody's way up in the North. <laughs> then all of a sudden next scene way down in the South. Yeah. And then all of a sudden back up in the North again, you're like, Holy cow, man, you got, this is like weeks worth of travel. <laughs> in a lot of movie reviews, we talk about like, Oh, we need the passage of time kind of scenes and yeah. sort, of, sort of stuff like that. And like, we kind of criticize whenever all of a sudden, like we're just, we're just in some place, like we're someplace else. And it's like, we made it across the country and that's kind of, and it's like the next scene. That's what's happening. And like, they break it up with like going somewhere else. So mm-hmm. it's not like jump from one scene and then right into the next one. But, yeah. So it's not as jarring. And they're, br- well, and I but, guess locationally but, you'd be in two different locations. So like, okay, so some time has passed because we're in a different location. Yes. And you, you totally understand it and get it. It's not like confusing, Yeah, but it's just like, well, we've, we've just lost that sense of, of the, of space. Like this grand sense of space, kind of a sense of loss of sense of time, because I don't really know how how long this season was. Ah, uh, yeah, like um, in, in character time, like how yeah. many how many years or so and even that it in covered some of the episodes. It's like was how that felt like it took hours, but there's no way it could have. Yeah. It pro it took more like two days. Interesting. But they don't like show that, you know. I mean, like I also wonder, like with the pacing like that, whenever at the end of shows, like you were saying. Some shows, like, they'll push the pace at the end. Yeah. It gives you less time to process what's actually happening. And so, like, if there's, like, you know, a character loss or, like, there's, like, some dramatic thing that happens, it it feels like it has – it feels like we're giving it less weight. It feels like we're giving mm-hmm. it less, like, room to, like, really affect you. Which that's, that's where they've succeeded. So, okay. like, this season, like, they have definitely – like, they haven't rushed through – Things like that, where it's like these are important changes in relationships, where these are like you know a, a character um, that we need to really focus on. Like they've mm. done that well, good. So that's good. Um, like they've, I think they've done it to the best like of their ability that they can. Yeah, with with what they're with what they're working with. That means that like I love it. Like it's you know like it's ramping up to the end, like. Everything's kind of coming together now. Where like things that it makes me want to go back and rewatch the rest of the series because things that they planted in the first like two seasons are now coming to fruition, and you're like, oh, I totally get that now. Yeah, and I and I know I'm missing like a billion things, you know, mm-hmm. at this point. Um, it's also yeah. fun, like whenever in a show like that, and uh, you know, th- this year. In movies, like endings of movies, have been hard it, a lot of times. Like I feel like uh, there, I was thinking back about like some of the previous movies we've seen, where it's like, oh, well, you know, the ending of this was whatever. But like whenever thing like characters come together that have never come together before at the end of like a movie or at the mm-hmm, end of a TV mm-hmm. series or whatever, and I would assume that something as large as as Game of Thrones, like there are matchups and like where it's like, well, this entire group of people has never been in the room together yep. ever before. Yep. You know, so like those types of things, convergences like that. Yeah. 
are are nice for payoff. You know? And, and convert like things that like man, we've been teasing. Like they've it's almost like they've been teasing this for you know the whole series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. That's so awesome. I, I'm super pumped. I I, I uh, I'm, can't I can't wait for next season. However, how long is it? Like, how long is it going to be? Like a year? Oh, well, they're filming right now between now and um, October, but it's not coming out until like next October or something yeah. like that is the date. Yeah. Like, it's it's a whole year from now. The question is, do you think the next book will be like have a release date by the time that this probably one ends? Not. <laughs> like, this is the thing. I and I I'm like they're supposed to. I don't. I forget how many more books. I think there's supposed to be three more books in the yeah. series. I'm like, what if he never writes them? Yeah, it's like, what, what if it never, <laughs> what like, if it, it's it like doesn't this, end? this unfinished work? Well, I mean, but at least you have some sort of a finish line to it with the, with with the, the show, show, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but again, it doesn't match up perfectly because there's a lot of characters in the show that um, are dead in the books. There's yeah. like characters yeah. in the books that they either merged into three different, or sorry, three different characters that merged into one in the show or don't even exist in the yeah. show. So like... It's not a perfect match. Right. Well, and I also like with books specifically, like it, even like the Harry Potter series or I, I was like, I, the, the one that was craziest to me was I got to like the Aragon books or whatever, yeah, like yeah. back in the day. I, I, like I read through three of them and I didn't realize that they had extended what was a trilogy into four books. Oh no. And so I, I was like, I don't think they're going to finish. I don't think it's like, I don't think this story is going to wrap up by the end of this book. I don't know how they're possibly like they're across the country from each other. Like how can they possibly wrap this up? And then I got to the final page and it was like, well, no, I have to Did wait. You ever read it. How many years? Yeah. So I finished it at the, you know, I, th- I only see three books over here. Well, so those are, uh, that's the first one, second one. And then oh, first one, third one and fourth one. Um, the second, the one second one is missing. I don't know what happened to it. It probably got lost in some sort of a move or whenever I got broken into, like somebody just was like, oh, I, don't, I haven't read this. Book Let me just take series. the second book from the series. I don't know, man. Like it just, it's gone. Like it's disappeared well, it's it's, funny is, at some point. Like, I don't know why. I just, I remember buying this for you. Yeah. 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 And I don't remember why I bought no, it. I don't remember why you did either. It was such a long time ago. It was like in college. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like in college, like uh, I I got into it. Like since since okay, so since graduating college, since I read that series, yeah, I I I can't get into fantasy as After much that as that series. Yeah, like I don't know why. Like I feel like every time, like I uh, I get the into the wildest fantasy. Well, of course, but like that one, like I I'm in it for the gameplay, less less yeah. about the like setting and more about yeah. like this. Let me get the let me cook some meals and go fight some people. <laughs> um, but like I can't like it has to be like I I'm really into it because like i've tried to like watch things that are like mm. fantasy or like even like um um whenever we saw like warcraft or whatever it's like it's yeah. really like a jump for me to get into like fantasy and i don't know like i don't know why that's but, funny yeah anyway all right i also have been playing a lot of breast of the wild Ooh. so where are you at uh i just uh, completed this my second divine beast yeah the fifty uh, percent, bro. The one in the desert. Oh, so did you so you went up into the uh, the one part. I think a lot of people had trouble with was there's like a stealth uh, a stealth sequence um, up there and with that that clan that yeah, like, what, the, 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 the Yiga clan or whatever yeah Yiga clan or whatever they are yeah. Um, people had trouble with that as well. So like, <laughs> once, once you figure out what you're supposed to do, it's not hard. I know. But like I think people like it's like all of a sudden it turns into a stealth game and you're like and I'm like oh it wasn't I that mean, hard just climb it, on the walls. It, it, it did take me like um, two tries of like just going at well so this is the thing the first try I, I apparently got super lucky yeah because 
Um, I was able to kill all the guys. I was able to. What? They alerted, and I killed all the guys in the first room. What? And then in that second big room, I actually like killed a couple of guys in there. But like, uh, but then it was just over for that's me. That's impossible. Like that's nuts. You you got super lucky because like the first time like I got seen, I just was dead immediately. Like yeah. these guys well, swarm then, you, and like you can't really get around them. So it was like a false sense of like what I was supposed to do. Yeah, and then like so okay. the next two times I just got annihilated. <laughs> so you just like went headlong in there. And and then I uh, I forgot what it was. I think. I don't. Do they say something about stealth or sneaking around or something? One of the like, well, the character who like, you you let them out of the prison over there, like, yeah, and then they escape. But like before they escape, they tell you something about like, and that's where the checkpoint is. But yeah. like they tell you like, oh man, I don't know how you're gonna get by. Maybe you know every time they hear you, yeah, they like they swarm, yeah, and it's like so it's like this really sly kind of a hint they drop, and yeah. it's like oh, I'm supposed to sneak around, yeah. So uh, so I did that. Um, I really didn't have any trouble with it though. Like, oh. and I I even uh. I got up to a point where, you know, you can like there's all the, that banana, those bananas in that room. Yeah. And then like I jumped up on a on a pillar there, and then I was like maybe like I want I want to make sure there was not like a treasure in there I needed to yeah. get like, and there was some stuff in there, but I, so I looked up and it was like this big long like this is how you beat this area and I'm like I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> yeah, I know, so right? I, ca- I kept like, I would I would jump down behind somebody, follow them around, grab <laughs> stuff I want to jump up on top of the thing. Yep. Then follow somebody else around, get what I want to jump up on top. And yeah. Finally, that's what I did. Like I just snuck around on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, and then like got that one guy to drop drop some bananas down. Yeah, and then jump behind him, and I'm like, that was super easy. The, the funny thing, I, I loved dropping the bananas, and the guys would be like, oh, a banana. Oh, and the, the way they run over, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, like oh, a banana, and they eat it. Yeah, and then it's like, you, wait, so like just a banana drops from the sky, and you don't, you know, you don't look you around, don't question anything, you don't investigate. It's just like, it's a miracle bananas. of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, and then now, so like, I decided to. I for, I forget like what caused me to do this, but I was down in like it's the Gerardo Gerardo Desert or whatever it is Gerudo or Gerudo, whatever. I don't, yeah, I don't know whatever. how to say it. Everybody yeah. says it. No one knows how to say it because it's like I don't know. Yeah, because you're just reading. This. <laughs> you're reading it the whole time. Um, and I for some reason I decided I was gonna start doing a bunch of side quests. Yeah. So I like and some of them I'm like oh man I've actually I've actually completed this I'm gonna yeah. go like turn this in and all kind of stuff and I ended up. So you're like fast traveling around a little bit for yeah for a second, but I ended up at one of the stables up in the north, right next to uh, it's on the northwest corner. Yep, right next to like um, two areas I hadn't opened yet, mm. and so like I was like looking at the map. I'm like, I think if I just go down this road and follow this road, it will lead me to these next two towers. Yeah, and um, it looks like some shrines. So I just did that. Like uh, I I had already um, I've been, I'm. I picked up like the, uh, is it a crown kind of thing or is it a necklace? Anyway, that gives you uh, cold resistance. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. then I have my warm doublet. Yep. And so that stacked on top of each other, each other, like gives you like basically you can survive any of the cold. Yep. Um, unless you're swimming in water. Or yeah, unless you get like frozen somehow or whatever. Right, you're not right, yeah, freeze proof, but no. you're like you're cold proof. Yep. And then uh, I'd have the snow boots. Yeah. Because so I, you can run around fast. So I can run around fast in the snow. So I'm, that's good. And so I just follow this road and like it, it, like the thing I love about um, Breath of the Wild is. You know, if you're on your horse and you just like go, it'll follow your road. So I'm just like sitting there and like, yeah. And then like, whenever I hit something, reach something I want to get off and do, I just get off my horse and go do it and then come back and just keep riding. So I've, I've, I hit, love how chill that is. I've hit, yeah. So like, I went through like two whole areas. Like, I mean, I don't even know how much time I spent on this horse, probably a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and uh, I'm, I'm to the point where I've reached another town where I, I think it's probably going to end up being a divine beast because it seems like things are getting more involved. I hit a stable, and they were talking about stuff. Like, yeah, I go up on this, like, <laughs> tower thing, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, ah. Yeah, you kind of get like, that vibe, like, at certain points where you're like, yeah. wait a second. You guys, like, you guys seem to be in a lot of trouble over here. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's, that's what it is. It's more people wanting, like, wanting things. And, like, you seem like you have, you have bigger issues. <laughs> you know, it seems like there's a big problem somewhere over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys, you guys are pretty stressed out. Yeah, you're not just like looking for treasure out in the middle of the wilderness here. Right. You guys have some big stuff you yeah. want me to fix. So anyway, I uh, I think I'm about to hit another divine beast right there. Nice, the, nice. The the, the uh, other one, I don't know where it's at. If it, there's one more area past this that I haven't opened up, but I feel like I have to go trek over the mountains to do it. Yeah. Um, me and like opening up like those areas, like I. Th- this this game, like, I kind of feel like I went out of order. I feel like you're doing it in the right order. Like, really? I feel like if there was an order in my brain, I would do it in the way you're doing it. Well, now. like, to me... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, because, like, the snow boots, for example, right? Yeah, yeah. You get the snow boots, but you're in the desert, right? Yeah, right. And so, like, but, like, I had already completed the snow before I got the snow boots, and uh, so I didn't benefit at all from them. You need the snow boots. And so, by the time you finish that quest, you actually get sand boots, but I'd already finished all the sand stuff before I got yeah, the sand yeah. boots. So, like... There's like the, I feel like the order. Um, here's the, here's the my recommended qu- here's my order would be exactly. What I know you're this is spoilerish. Yeah, yeah. So people can skip forward for a second, but I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to give back the snow boots to get the sand boots? Yes. Gosh dang it! And you can't swap after. And you can never get them back. Never get them back. So there is that. Don't like that. Yeah. So that, that's what I mean. Like I, I I didn't benefit from the snow boots, and I don't. I'm not benefiting at all from the sand boots now either. So it's like <laughs> there was no reason for me to do it in the order that I did it. But um, I feel like your order is there's better. There's that, and then there's like the um, uh, the, I there's that you can get the helmet from the that area in, yeah. the, in the desert. I think you like get they, to keep they that. loan it to you. I think you re- I think you get to keep that pretty basically much. Basically, are keeping that. Yeah. It's like it's like oh, I'll give this back at some point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to rescue the king. That's the, that's that's annoying though. Like, hey, yeah. you got to get rid of your snow boots yeah. permanently. Like, and that's the, what I thought. Like, I was like, oh no, I'm gonna get this dude, and he's gonna like give it back. But he's like, what is? And his point is valid. Where he's like, no, what what did you think? I, I have to wear something. <laughs> this is the thing, though. I feel like unless there's more desert that I haven't found, I like you're I'm pretty much done in the desert. Sure, I have some like side quests, but there's yeah. no, like there's no reason for me just to. Just keep running around the desert down there for no reason. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So maybe keep the snow boots. Maybe never complete that quest. Oh, that's crap. It. It's a quest. It's a quest, yeah. Uh. So if you want to complete the game, just do it last. Like, do it after you've Are there other everything. boots I can get that do the same thing? I don't know. That's a good question. Because, like, I haven't, I haven't encountered any yet. But maybe you can craft some with, like, the monster dude or whatever. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. With the with your monster parts. <laughs> with the oh the guy that's sitting there in the desert <laughs> yeah the, the dude parts. well like he's there he's like there's three locations across the entire map yeah because he's there and then he's way up in the, like the north east somewhere mm. like where there's like a skull where it looks like he's like in the eye of the skull somewhere up there okay so uh, but you can find him in a couple of locations but like yeah he's hilarious i'm really enjoying like i still love this game yeah like it's it's funny like coming back to it it took me a minute to figure it well this is what i did I didn't. I don't remember what I was doing. Yeah. I just decided, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, and that's. Uh, I, I love that aspect of it, where it's like you can kind of pick it up, and even if you don't do what you planned on doing before, like what you've prepped to do or whatever, you just kind of look across the horizon and go, okay, I'm going there, you yeah. know. 
and well, like, uh, it's super fun. Well, and I kind of like I, I just went down the road and I ended up you know stumbling upon you know the desert and then the town. Like I love the sense of dis- constant discovery in this game. Yeah, and and, it's, and it does feel like you're. It's this is the thing, like Destiny. We're gonna talk about it in a second. Yeah, these areas feel, feel huge. Yeah, and maybe it is as much area as as uh, um, Breath of the Wild, but it doesn't feel like it. No, no, no. It, it doesn't. feels pretty small. Yeah, like or easily accessible. And it's it, like, and they both have fast travel. Yeah, but but Breath of the Wild, dude. Just feels so huge, yeah, and like such a uh, a real place, yeah. And but then at the same time, like you said, they both have fast travel, yeah. but like I I rarely find myself being like, oh man, I don't want to ride on my horse, yeah. Like well, the, the journey, like sometimes I do, like whenever I'm just literally hopping back to a town to finish a quest and yes. then come back. But it's like there are in Destiny, there are numerous times where I'm like, I don't want to walk around this mountain, right, or like whatever. But in in Breath of the Wild, it's like. All right, hop on the horse. I'm getting there. I'll say that the the one time I do a lot is whenever it's raining. Ah, yeah. Like if it starts, like that's after the biggest while, after, criticism I have of Breath yeah. Of the after Wild. a while, I think they need to just give you something to wear to, to climb wet things because, like, the, I will like if it starts raining, I'm like, crap. Well, they have that new thing in the expansion which I love. You can drop yeah and up uh, a marker and come fast back travel. To it. Yep. So I just fast travel back to my house, which yep. is fully furnished now, by the way. Hey, yeah, me too. Fast travel back to my house. You do it way before I did. Sleep in the bed. Yeah. Then go back to my point. Yeah. And like, so that's nice. But like, that's my biggest criticism is that there's not enough to do in the rain. Because like, okay, so in the well, rain, you can't climb. No. You can't start a fire and cook. No. And and you probably can't have your, uh, you can't fight people with your metal swords. Yeah, because it's lightning or whatever. So like, there's very, like, it feels like the the rain is definitely one of those things that's like, overpowered comparatively to the other right. like to heat or cold or whatever Agreed. the rain definitely is way more uh, a problem well and they used it like i liked how they used it as a mechanic whenever you were up in like the what is it, the zora kingdom yeah like early on and like that was cool because yeah. it's like okay i'm used to, to climbing all over the place and that's how i get around monsters for instance right um but now it's forcing you to go through them by, you know, making you have cliffs on the side and yeah. it's raining. Yeah. So cool. Like that's awesome. I yeah. love that. But then, like, whenever I'm just like exploring, yeah, I don't need that. Well, and then you know, you also figure like that's early on in the game, and so yeah. you almost want there to be like some like some piece of gear, like you said, that that yeah. like you level up enough to where like I can do this in the rain, but like mm-hmm. you never really get to that point where like you feel like, Oh, I can do this in the rain. Yeah. Even though like I have, I have a suit that counteracts the lightning now. Um, mm. like, but even still, like I still can't climb. I still can't yeah. cook. You know, there's, it's just this is the other thing. Like I little, wish, I wish there were more what? surefire ways to make money. Hmm. Um, because like I'm not buying a lot of like the, the gear that I'm, uh, encountering in yeah. these towns. Yeah. Because, I don't know what I need at the time necessarily. So with crafting, like so, so I I held on to for the longest time in that game because I had heard like, oh man, save your your like rubies and your like to- topaz or whatever. Yeah. I have like five hundred of each of those. Really? Yeah. And, what? And so like whenever I got to that point, I was like, there's no way I need this many. And like, there's absolutely no way you need that many. Yeah. And so like, I literally just started like being like, okay, I'm gonna cap this uh this this rare jewel diamond or whatever at this number yeah. and then every time I get above that number I just sell those right. and, and like I, I ended up getting way more money that way well and, and that's the thing I've like I kind of like uh, 
I like how this has turned into kind of a Breath of the Wild discussion. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's fun. It's awesome. Um, like, I was, I was selling every single jewel I encountered. Oh. Like, all the way through. Yeah. And, well, and so, like, it kind of screwed me for a second. Whenever I got to Gerardo Town, yeah, because there are those uh, those uh, necklaces and earrings and stuff you can get that give you resistance to different things. Yep, and um, <laughs> and you need the crafting materials to make them. You need the crafting materials, and so like, uh, I I had to like I don't know what I I forget what I did, but I basically just like started running around looking for yep. in the mountains. Yep. Climbing and looking for um, uh, ore. Yep. So the, and then they're smashing it. Well, you can like take find. a picture of it and put it on your tracker, and uh, and mm. so like that that's possible. And like that's a genius idea. If you do that, it'll beep like all the time. Though I hadn't thought about that. Really? Yeah. I mean, same, is, that, is it really all that all over the place? Like, like in I, the mountains it's, for it sure. Takes me forever to find it. In the mountains for sure it is because mm. like a lot of times it's below you or above you and you just don't oh, know annoying, it. Yeah. You know, it's like oh I gotta climb somewhere. <laughs> you know. But if you can fast travel to the top of a mountain, like so, what I would say is like if you can put your little coin, your fast travel coin, yeah. on top of a high mountain, yeah. and literally just jump off the mountain and then f- like glide down to some ore, get the ore, fast travel back yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and then, you know jump off again. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's the best way to do it. That's probably what I need to do. Like I, so, I don't know if you remember this area. This is and the other thing I will say about Breath of the Wild, every area. Not just large areas, yeah. but even small areas feel so unique. Yeah. And it's just like a little bit of things. So like the area, there's an area in the mountains that's kind of, uh, it's kind of almost like straight north from the desert. Okay. Um, yeah. It's almost more north, northeast a little bit, but there's like all these like mountain like peaks, birds everywhere. Yep. And bird nests. Yeah. Ravens. Just like everywhere. Which is weird because like they're not that like that you don't find a lot of birds elsewhere. I know, and then it's like, and then why here? They yeah. don't explain it. It's just yeah. like this is where they are. There's a lot of cool environmental storytelling like that. Like if like as you explore some of the uh, some of the snow mountains, yeah. Like there's some cool areas up there where there's like a cabin or something like that, and you go in there and it's like, what in the world happened here? <laughs> and then like you can kind of like glean kind of what's you know who stayed here or like yeah. whatever like from this, this area, and it's I, I find that incredibly cool because it's like they don't need to put that stuff in this game. No. Like it doesn't serve any no, purpose to the there's main plot. So much, oh, dude. There's so much <laughs> in this game. Anyway, uh, so I was up there, and that's where I did like a lot of my like ore mining was in those yep. hills. Yep. Um, and that's also where like I kept trying to go north of there and do some do some things, and, and it kept raining and all kind of stuff. Was, <laughs> anyway, um, I got enough ore to go down and get the cold resistance, nice, and the heat resistance. But heat resistance doesn't help me in the way that the cold resistance does because I already had the warm doublet, yeah, and that decreases it by a step. Yep. Then you put on the the uh, the necklace or headband or whatever it is. Yeah. And or um, earrings or something like I that. Yeah, I think it's I feel like it's a headband. I feel like it's a headband too. Um you put it on and it decreases it by another step. So you yep. you're basically, you know, you can go in any of it. The only thing heat resistant that I have is the outfit that you put on to get into the town. Oh, so it's fire resistant then. No, it's just heat it's heat resistant. Oh. Oh, for Gerudo, yeah, 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 yeah. I and, see. And then, and then, if, but then, if I if I put on the heat resistant earrings or whatever, it takes off my veil, which takes off like the um, the set bonus is what gives you the heat resistance yep. for having all three pieces. Yep. So it just replaces a step down heat step down with a heat step down. Right, and that's There's inter- no additional piece. It's interesting because like with the electric outfit that I have, right? Yeah. It's a rubber suit, and you have to like find it. 
I don't yeah. remember. I think it's in the shrines somewhere. Like it's in a specific okay. set of like shrines. Like there's three spread did across the entire map. Did you find that club in Druid I Town? did. In fact, it was amazing. Yeah. I love, dude, I love that whole, that whole thing yeah. is amazing. Like the whole yeah. setup down there is super fun. Yep. Anyway, but like whenever you like you get the electric stuff, like it goes, oh, it'll reduce your, you know, susceptible electricity you still get shocked at that mm. point but like it reduces the damage it does it reduces right, the amount right, of parts right. it takes away and then so but you're still like you're still attracted to it does that too right but if you get the whole thing your set bonus is you are impervious to electric ah. shock and so like you still get struck by lightning yeah but it doesn't hurt you or like even knock you down or anything nice. and so like but like up until that point it's not like oh this decreases your you know you're not going to get hit as often mm-hmm. it doesn't ever do that well no no and so these other pieces don't either it just right. it, it, it well, I mean, just it, it changes your your temperature resistance, right? Like it well, just, I feel like, like tilts it one way or the there's other. There's also degrees of cold, and I don't know if there's degrees of of heat because the two areas there have are. heat. No, there are. There are okay because um, like so the the stuff that I have like if you're if you can do heat resistance one basically because yeah. there's basically two steps for each right. So one heat resistance. Um, you can run around the desert and, and, and like at noontime or in the morning and noontime, you can stay in the shadows out in the desert, like way out there. Interesting. So it's tied to the time of day, which is some of it genius. is genius. Yeah. Yeah. Because at night the desert gets super cold and you, you start shivering. It's, right. it's totally like real life. <laughs> so weird, man. Um, the but, survival aspects of this game are crazy, but it's like, if I want to do something in the, the dead of, you know, the, the middle of the day out in the desert in the sun, I have to like I need some other piece of gear, yeah. Or I have to like you know use some kind of potion or yeah. food mixed with something else, like, yeah. Which is all like time based. Like you only have like a certain exactly. amount of time. Well, and that's what I like. I I need to go like there's the Leviathan that I haven't figured out. Like how do I what do I do with this thing? Um, and Dude. so like I I was trying to stand out there the, the other day, but it's just like I did. Oh, take a picture. Take a photo of the big one. Of the, of the uh, live one. The, the no, the uh, the leviathan bones. Yeah, the, I am doing that. Oh, you're doing that one. So okay. I've got the leviathan bones and took them to these uh, guys. You know, the like, dragons. You're talking about like the the dragons that fly around. No, no. There is a real leviathan in the desert. Oh, the 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 the, the thing that starts with an M. The oh, Mordoga or whatever it is. Mor- Morduga. Mor- yeah. Whatever they are, I don't know. Yeah. Those are you, that's that what you're yeah, talking I think about? That, isn't that a little the vi- I'm pretty thing? sure it is. Yeah, it looks exactly like them. So what you need to do? Do you know that? Like, do you want me to tell you the mechanic? No. Okay, I, I won't like, tell you. The I mechanic. haven't figured it out yet. I mean, if, okay. I, if I need help, I'll I'll uh, I'll ask you. You're good. Um, the only thing I have, so like, I don't look up. I try not to look up anything with this game. Yeah, I agree. As much as I can, because the it, like more so than other games. So some games, whenever you can't figure something out, you feel frustrated. Yeah. This one, I just feel like, well, I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. Let's move on for right now. Like the answer is somewhere. Like that's right. the thing. Is like most of the time the answer is yeah. somewhere, and you just have to figure it out. And the, so it's the only. Uh, what 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 did I look up something on? Um, just been a couple of shrines. Yeah. That I've looked up stuff on, like yeah. that, where I got stuck. Those I I I have a tendency like if there's a thing where I feel like it's not me, and it's like yeah. this is just confusing or whatever some of the motion control ones i go what's the best way to do this yeah, one because yeah, yeah. i know what i need like if you know what you need to do but you can't do it yeah then it's like ah uh, you know right because the shrines are all about a, it's a mind game at that point but then like yeah if, if well, it the other thing i look work, up like whenever i forget like i ran run into somebody and i'm like oh crap i totally talked to the other person mm-hmm. that 
is talking about this. Where was that? Yep. So I looked that up. Yep. Yep. Um, and then I kind of want, I like, uh, for games like this, like, I like actual, like, physical, like, uh, guides. Yeah. Well, if you get the collector's edition guide for Breath of the Wild, it comes with a map for all the Kurok seeds. Oh. So I think by, like, by the time I get toward the end of this. Okay. I'm going to pick one of those up so I can, like, look at the physical map and find all the Korok seeds. Yep. Like, that's more fun to me than looking them up online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even, like, the online the interactive maps, like, you zoom in and it's, like, that resolution isn't great yeah. on some of the stuff, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, the Korok seeds, though, I, I'm not going to get all 900 of those things. Like, that, really? is, that is insane. I feel like that's nuts. I mean, it is nuts. The collector in me just wants to do it. I know, I know. Like, how and, many do you have? Uh, I have quite a few. Like, I, I'm... I don't know. How, how do you see the total that you had? Because I, I've... I keep turning them in. The loading screen. Um, you'll see like oh. you'll see the you'll see how many hearts you have. You'll see like right. how many uh, beasts you have. You'll see like your uh, your heart like your stamina, and then Here's you'll see the cork seeds and the shrines. How do I know? Like, is there so with the shrines? Obviously, like you can I guess repurpose your hearts and stamina. Like, yep. Is there a max for for each of them, or could you like completely go all stamina and all hearts? So there's a max on both of them. Okay. Um, but you can't have max hearts and max stamina right now. Huh. Like, you have to pick which one's your max. How do you know that? Um, or do they you're just like how are you fill it? Up? Like, you hit the max at some point, and uh, then like you you know you just run out of. I mean, I feel like shrines. I feel like. Right now, at least, I'm gonna keep doing max. Like I'm gonna probably hit max hearts. Oh, really? Okay. See, well, I ended up hitting max stamina because, like, at a certain point, I was like, I just want to be able to jump up these mountains. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I went max stamina because, like, I can I can eat. Like, you can only have a certain number of hearts, right? So even whenever you have meals where it's like gives you six extra hearts or whatever, yeah, you can get those six extra hearts. But at a certain point, you only get four out of a meal that gets you six because. You have max hearts, and yeah. you can only have like thirty hearts or something like that, or twenty yeah. hearts or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. And so, you can only have that much. So I want the stamina, and I'll just eat the food that gives me the extra hearts. True. Because that those are fairly frequent, like just radishes. Yeah. Just give me a bunch of hearty radishes, and I'm good. Yeah. The um. Well, I have two circles of stamina. I think it's three. Okay. I think the max is three, or it's thirty hearts. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know, right? And you have to choose because, like, you're you go down. I think you you don't have the last like couple of hearts or so. I mean, so it's like either you do max out your hearts or you max out your stamina rather than yeah. You know, which I think is an interesting choice. I do feel like the DLC, whatever the story DLC goes. Yeah, I bet you they're gonna let you max out everything. When does that come so, out? I think it's supposed to come out later this year, so like holiday sometime. Um, but I I, I wouldn't be a, like I wouldn't be surprised if that gets delayed until next year. Yeah. So. I love this game. It's good. It's one of my favorite games of all time, man. Yeah. I can too. definitively say like enough time has passed where I'm like, this is one of my favorite games. Like yeah. even just talking about it here, I'm like, <laughs> this is amazing. Anyway, I love it, dude. Yeah. Well, want to go into the news? The news! <laughs> we are so far into this episode, man. This is, this is going to be a long one. This is going to be a long one. All right. So the only news that I really feel like we have to cover, um, like as far as that goes, is there's some Star Wars news. Okay. And uh, the Star Wars news is that episode nine. Have you heard this? Yeah. 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 Colin uh, Trevorrow. Trevorrow has left yep. the director's seat. 
Yeah, uh, Disney re- uh, released a, a statement the other day that um, said they reached a mutual decision. is based on around the the story, the scripts that they were writing. Uh, Trevorrow wrote with someone else, and like they had someone else look at it. Um, I, I, I don't know the specifics, but it sounds like Disney just didn't want to go down that route. He didn't really want to budge on the script that they, he'd written, and uh, so they're just either just decide this isn't going to work out or Disney was like, well, I feel like we're getting to the point where this is like, um, Marvel level executive control over some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know that like, okay, so the other, other rumors that have been floating around, um, have been that like, Oh, they're looking at, um, the the JJ Abrams or potentially um Ryan Johnson Ryan Johnson heard, yeah. yeah 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 but like so like people that they've worked with that worked with them really well before they're looking at like which bringing them in which is fine yeah yeah but i also just don't want somebody like i know JJ isn't this way but it's like you know i don't know much about like Ryan Johnson and like for him to just be like oh yeah i'll do i'll do exactly what you want blah 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 and hit these notes or whatever but like JJ doesn't do that with his movies i just feel like his vision for where star wars is may match up more with what their vision is at the moment, I don't know, man. It's, it's all weird. speculation at this point. But what's what's? It takes a specific type of person to work within a collaborative environment, especially if it's a collaborative environment where it's not you and your peers; it's you and your superiors trying to be collaborative. Mm. Yeah, um, the exec- the, re- the executives of the uh, so of like, the and, it, and I think it's a balance of like. Can you check your ego and your creative vision enough to um, work together mm-hmm. and hit some kind of goal? Because, yeah, and like, still feel whenever, fulfilled about it too. Right? Because you know? like at the end of the day, you know, if you're calling Trevorrow, I'm not saying it happened this way, but like if you're calling Trevorrow, it's like you are either going to execute the things they want you to or you're going to be fired, you yeah. know? Like, going to be asked to leave yeah. or just hit a breaking point where, like, I can't do this anymore. And yeah, it's I like, can't work with this. Is that better you. than... Is that, is that a better outcome than actually, like, figuring out a way to work together? And that's where it comes down to, like, some of these directors seem to work well within the this studio environment. Mm-hmm. Some don't. Yeah. You know, you looked at... You look at um, uh, Josh Trank, and yeah. who who was who was attached to? Uh, I think was he attached to the Han Solo one originally, uh, or he, he was just doing a standalone? Yeah, I think it was rumored. It was. it was rumored that it was the Boba Fett one, yeah, which Boba they Fett, Han Solo, which they pulled the announcement of after like that his whole thing happened. Yeah, and then and then you know uh, Chris Lord and Phil Miller. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, they got really far along in that process. They got of that far movie. along, but it's like you know, they they obviously they, like they couldn't adjust their own behavior enough. Well, and also like you you figure like the that everybody has like oh if I could make a Star Wars movie, this is the mo- Star Wars movie I would make. Yeah, and then you get in, you're literally put into that position where it's like you can make a Star Wars movie, right? Mm-hmm. But then you find out along the way somewhere that. It's not the one you want to make, well, and that, and that yeah. it's nev- the movie you are going, wanting to make. The Star Wars movie that you would make, left to your own devices, will never exist. But that's uh, that's that's the point. My, my my point, I guess, is that in a collaborative environment, you are never the final. Like, yeah, you never have the final say. Yeah, 
It's interesting. It should be everyone has buy-in. Everyone who are collaborator, collaborators has buy-in with this. You know? Yeah, and I guess like it, you, you hope that like along the way, um, the directors also have a little bit of buy-in. Like well, that's that it's fine. not I mean, just like well, that's the thing. iron fisting no, kind I, of this. You I, know, I think they the sh- storyline or otherwise. Whatever. Why would you? Why would you even like go after these bigger name directors True. and and ask them to write them? Because that's what yeah. they did with with yeah. JJ. They were like, okay. Let's let's sit down and we'll, we'll write this and yep. he'll direct it. Same thing with Ryan Johnson. He wrote it and directed it. Trevorrow was writing and directing. Yeah. Um I, I honestly think it probably just comes down to like just not being able to work within that environment. That doesn't, doesn't mean it's bad. Some yeah. people like some of my favorite directors, I don't I mean I don't I I doubt Someone like Tarantino no. would be able to work with. No, that he's not working with anybody, dude. Like anybody tries <laughs> to put their well, like even whenever they release, they uh, they leaked the scripts to to his. Uh, hey, play. He's yeah. like, well, not doing. He's it. like, well, never doing that movie. Yeah, <laughs> take uh, that. Which, you know, it's like which I'm what? glad he did it because you know he glad he went back on that. Uh, you ever see Hateful Eight? Uh, no, but I, I love the, I love the idea of him just being like, oh, you guys have it now. Yep. Why would I? Why would I put it out? Why would I make this? <laughs> just, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. So like, it doesn't make them a bad director. Yeah. yeah, it just means they don't work well within that environment. Right, right. Um, and and you figure like maybe maybe the best case scenario is that they leave because it's like you otherwise you get a tortured back and forth push pull yeah, yeah. kind of a situation. Right, and you you never really want that for no. your loved franchises. No. you know, and you don't want that for people that I mean, you think think about like they, they're going to spend three years on this thing. Yeah. And who wants to spend three years working on in an environment that they completely dislike? That's a totally, long time. Dude, that's a really long time. You know, like, sure, it sounds short, but like you think about like the past three years of your work. Oh yeah. And if you had hated every moment of that. Well, and if it was just like the fact of it just being one thing, like, I mean, I, whenever I work on things, it's like, I work on things for weeks and if something lasts like a month or yeah. something like that, it's like, that's a long time. Yeah. And it's like, once you get done with that, you put that in and you're like, oh man, that's great. You know, but it's like, it's a long time. I can't imagine three years. Right. You know, it's yeah. like the day in, day out, you're working I mean, on never, one thing. I've never worked on one project for three years. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's nuts. Um, and same with like video games and stuff like that. Like th- that's the same sort of situation. Right. But like, that's just a long time I of your with life. Video games a lot of times is like five or six years sometimes. Yeah. These days at least. Yeah. Or with the game that I'm about to talk about in the second news item, mm. seven years. L.A. Noir. Yes. Dude. So L.A. Noir is coming to uh, a remaster. Is coming to Xbox One and PS4, and the original game is coming to Switch. With all the DLC. We didn't have this podcast whenever L.A. Noire came out. If we had, I would have reviewed it. One of my favorite games. Yeah. You have like you sing the praises generation. of this game like yeah. to me. Maybe not on the podcast, but to me it? all the time. I played through most of it. I okay. never I never got to like I got partial way through the main quest line. Or yeah, maybe yeah. I quit right before the main thing. But Yeah, I think okay, that's what it was. Okay, so this is the thing. It has like th- it, it, you move like as a detective through these different desks. Through, I forget what they all are now at this point, but like you know, there's there's, there's homicide. Like yeah, there's yeah, that's what. <laughs> no, is there traffic? I, I don't know. I, I don't think know. the first one that you get to, like whenever whenever they like assign me to this desk, I'm like, really? And yeah, the, it is. Know. It is something like that. I mean, you can you can definitely uh, pull people over. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's like you know, there's there's something homicide, vice. Yeah, you know, um, in different departments across L.A. Uh, the things I love about this game is like. It it um, accurately recreates L.A. supposedly. Yeah. Um, 
What's like? Had we been to LA at the time that it, I played? I don't think I'd been to LA yet. Um, at the time that I, I don't played think I had it. either. But like, it honestly, it does like, it yeah. it does uh, it does a good job of recreating yeah. at least the sense of it. Right. Like the Hollywood sign is a little bit too close to the city, but like it's still like it, it feels like that you go through the same neighborhoods on right. your way there yep. is what it feels like. Yeah. You know. So um, anyway, and it's all on a smaller scale, obviously. Of course. Um, but. Like places like the airport and then like the the uh, the precincts and stuff like that are supposed yeah. to be the same. Some of the landmarks, yeah, all, like the Chinese oh, theater, definitely the landmarks, yeah. Because like that's part of the that's part of what I enjoyed about like my time spent with the game was like you come upon this landmark and you're like oh there it is, you know yeah. that sort of thing. And like you would just kind of stumble upon it, it would get added to your map, and yeah. then like I just liked that idea. The biggest thing with this game was always the the like facial animation, like cap- yeah. facial capture stuff that they used. I was never super good at like it's supposed to be like no study their features and see if they're lying. And I'm like, yeah, it's I like, don't know. I, I don't know if I could do that in real life. So. Exactly. <laughs> so the fact that they have a weird twitch whenever they say this, I don't know what that means. <laughs> that dude looked uh, somewhat pleased with himself just now, and I'm not sure why. Right. You know, that sort of thing. But um, but I loved how it like moved you. Oh, it was, it was uh, oh, arson was one of the things. Like, yep. It's like you go through all these cases about people and arson, and then you go through the like, the, my, the most fun part of the game yeah. was like you go through, through uh, in part of the homicide missions you start encountering a, a serial killer yep and that was the best part i hadn't hit that part yet and like and i had just done my first uh uh case on that desk. homicide yeah and then like there's some other stuff after the fact i think the the game kind of falls apart like toward the end um narratively so did it, it should it have ended like uh, like a few cases before it actually did or is it more like this man the, the storyline like act three of whatever story we were building to was just terrible this is what it feels like. Okay. Casino Royale mm-hmm. basically ends. There's a if you're if you're looking at how Casino Royale works yeah. structurally, yeah. there's an act one, yep. act two, act three, and then act four. Yeah, and that literally is the opening act basically to Quantum of Solace. Of Quantum and then Quantum of Solace has act five and six of the same storyline. Right. Okay. That's how this feels. Interesting. It should have ended after what feels like an act three. Okay. And then because act four, you're like this. I mean, honestly, they could have made a sequel to this and it makes sense. To <laughs> I think me, were, it, to me, at least they were planning on making a sequel. Um, and so this game, like I was reading an article last night, um, uh, from IGN about like the, the tortured development of this thing, like yeah. where it was originally supposed to be put out by Sony and Sony supposedly spent millions of dollars on like right. the technology behind it yep. and over the course of like a couple of years. And then they dropped it after they spent too much money on it and rockstar bought it and like finished it. And, yeah, like, it was it just took, games in took, Australia was the one where the people who made it. Right. And that studio shuttered right after like this was released, and yep. Rockstar had always like said, "Oh, we're going to bring out an, a second one or whatever." And you would assume that like however much money that they put into it, because it's supposedly Rockstar put in more than Sony put in, um, like they would want to bring out like get as much out of the IP as possible. Right. So like it makes sense if they would put it out, but Rockstar. Not hurting for cash. No. Every GTA they put out sells like, I mean, it's still like ridiculously it's high still on, on the, the sales the charts. It's top 10 charts. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's been on there like, for the past like what, four years now? Like they <laughs> they essentially put out like a game that printed money like a year later or something, yeah. you know? So it's like, it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, and, well, and that and that's the, I don't know. I don't know how well this did. I guess we could look it up, but like, I, I don't know what made me pick it up. Yeah. But it, it came at like this, this 
interesting time where there wasn't a whole lot more yeah. going on. And I remember I, we, I got it, and we were uh, down in Florida for uh, our cousin's wedding. It was waiting for me whenever I came back. Oh, man. In the mail. That's cool. Because um, I ordered it off of Amazon, pre-ordered it from Amazon. Yeah. And uh, I, I basically spent the next, you know, 30 hours. It took me 30 hours, I think, to beat it, you know, with man. it. And uh, I didn't spend so all in one shot. that would have been like one six shot, years but. ago at this point. Yeah. I mean. That's crazy, it's, man. It's been a long time. That's amazing. Um, yeah, that's 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 really cool. But I would totally play through this again. Yeah. Like, it's coming out. Uh, so it said, like, uh, it's coming out in VR with just seven different or nine different stories or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then it's it's coming out on Switch. Yeah, which is it doesn't have the updated graphics right. on the Switch. The remaster is coming out for PS4 or Xbox One. I'd probably I'd probably do it on the Xbox One. Like there's I mean, I, there's I very little I reason that I would Switch. Yeah, there's very little reason that I would want this on the go. But it's cool that it's coming to the Switch. I agree. Like that's a great like third party game to come to the Switch. I think it's nuts that it's it's uh it's it's coming over because it's like this is a huge game. Yeah. And like I mean Obviously, it's a six-year-old game, so yeah. it's like there have been advancements within six years. Oh yeah, but the fact that a six-year-old game that's as large as this can run on the Switch, or like that they've put the time into like making it run on the Switch, like I find that really interesting. Right. Um, be interesting to see what what Rockstar can potentially port over for the Switch, uh, because think about late in the generation, mm. GTA Five came out on the mm. previous consoles, and you wonder if maybe a version of that could come out for the Switch eventually. Mm. Maybe. Hmm. Um, so even L.A. Noire was three discs on the 360. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, I think I got into the second disc. <laughs> and wasn't GTA Five two discs? Yes. On the 360? Yes. If I'm not mistaken? Yeah. It was It was multiple discs. I know that. Or you? No, this is what it was. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't remember if it was one or two. Or sorry, two or three. But um, GTA Five had it had a install disc. You install this, oh. and then you put then, in the other disc, the That's run it disc. The so run it's disc. like running. It's running half of the stuff off of the RAM and running yeah. half the stuff off of the uh, off the of the RAM, hard drive. The, yeah, you know? yeah, the hard drive. Yeah. So like. <laughs> That's because, such a weird because, technological because thing. didn't do it like that. They just had you <laughs> switch disks once you got to the next section. Right, right. And I think they had a portion of it that you had to install as well, like from each disk. Yeah, I don't think they did. You don't think so? Okay. No, no. Because I know there was, there was uh, something, I think it was Crisis because it, uh, 2, that yeah. was the same way where it was like, oh, we have we have like three disks. One of them is the install disk, and then you swap between these other two. Yeah. And it's like, it's so, it's so yeah, strange. It's so weird. It's like, hey, we need to get around the architecture of this console and the limitation of this media. Yeah, and the like. I mean, uh, you, the har- largest hard drive that you had at the time was like 320 gigabytes for the proprietary Xbox One. Yeah, and I think I had 120. Yeah, I think or, I had the, I had the 320, and like I well, I upgraded. Yeah, well, yes, you had the sorry, you had like the the slim version of yep. it. I I still have the original. Oh, that's like, right, your OG Xbox never 360 broke. Elite. Yeah. The black one. Never, never red ringed, no, man. Never. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I, like you were, like, when I got it, I got it after they were having problems with that. Yeah, so I didn't they, get it launch. They'd kind of uh, maybe updated uh, yeah, the one that they Yes, had. and I actually, because I did check, because there was a way to check the serial numbers ah. to see if it was made with the, uh, if it was one of the, the boxes that would have problems, hmm. and I checked and it didn't. Man, I haven't thought about the red ring of death in a long time, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, anyway, that's the news. Destiny. We're an hour into this podcast. We are 60 
two minutes into this podcast, Chris. This is the dangerous thing whenever, uh, like, we we skip a week or whatever. I know. Like, we don't skip a week, but you know what I mean? Like, we're not, well, like, and then live. The other, the other half of it is that you and I haven't been in a room together for, right. for, uh, for three like, weeks. almost a month. Yeah, for literally, like, three weeks, because, like, I was sick, you were sick, yep. I was on vacation. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's only, like, you get us in a room together, we're just going to talk. This is how the podcast started in the first place. Like, we would That's just right. get together and talk about stuff. For hours. And we were like, we should just record all this. Why don't we just share it's, this with the world? It's kind of like, you know, Seinfeld, they're like, this is a show. This could be a show. <laughs> we were like, this is a podcast. This could be a podcast. <laughs> why are we podcasting? Where? Why are we podcasting? Like, I remember sitting uh, at, a, at your house, like, out, like it was a bonfire. Like, you had your bonfire out. I remember yeah. sitting there with me, you, and Jay Pinions uh, yeah, himself. Yeah. <laughs> and we were sitting there. It's like, why are we recording this? Why? Why? Yeah, why are we doing this? This could be fun. Like, yeah. other people could love this. Yeah. It's like, a, what is it? Um, it's a oh, Dalrymple. Man. <laughs> on, and when, he, when he's like, or you no, know, I think is it is it Costanza when he's like, it's like, what did you do today? Yeah. Well, I right. uh, got up and went to work. That's a show. That's a show. <laughs> that's a show. And he goes, that's a show. <laughs> <laughs> what is the show about? Nothing. <laughs> he's super insistent that it's about nothing. Yes. yes. Well, oh, it's not gosh. about nothing. It could be about something. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> All right, anyway, Destiny 2. Which is definitely about something. It's definitely about something. They're very, very upfront with that. <laughs> like, heavily in the in the first, like, first chunk of gameplay that you get, yeah. you get, like, a cut scene that it gives you major world building after every single thing you do. Well, like, every single level. Let's talk about this for a second. My big, this is probably my, my biggest criticism with this game. Ah, is the beginning. We're just diving right into the biggest criticism. Yep. Okay, hit me. Um, and th- this is first impressions. This is not a review. We forgot to do that. Yeah, I know. I, I I'm literally have my. Let's um, tease it for the end. Okay. Well, so after this, <laughs> we've got a special thing that we're going to open on the podcast that we purchased at Target, um, along with your Destiny Rockstar. So that ties in, Chris. <laughs> and uh, and we've got some Star Wars uh, from Force Friday. They released like some new toys and things like that. But we've got some uh, some Star Wars trading cards, which, as you all know, we very much enjoy the Star Wars trading cards on this podcast. I'll tell you what. I like drinking Red Bull. <laughs> Stream of Consciousness podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, sometimes, like, because it's in such small cans. Yeah. And I feel bad buying the big one for some reason. Why? Did, why? No idea. Okay, so is it two servings, though, on the, on the, like, the big know. can? I don't know. I don't look at any of these information. No, I just, I anyway. <laughs> but, like, the Rockstar drinks. Yeah. They're already a big can. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't feel bad drinking it. <laughs> but and it's keeping me going longer than the uh, red, regular, like, small Red Bull would. Interesting. Because I started drinking this at the beginning. I was out of it earlier. I was on the floor. Yeah, you were. I was like, why can't I podcast from the floor? <laughs> yeah, and I told you, why don't you podcast yeah. from the floor? And I, I uh, pulled myself together <laughs> <laughs> and popped open one of these that I bought. We should have a floor cast sometime. Floor cast. Just like, lay, lay on the floor. Both of us just from the floor. Uh, and uh, it's kept me going. I, yeah. feel, I feel just as sharp. As I was earlier. Sharper even. Yeah, definitely sharper. <laughs> it's like a it's a it's a sharpener. It's a sharpener. In a can. That's right. For your mind. <laughs> this is uh, this is getting crazy, Chris. Alright, so anyway. <laughs> 
Destiny. I'm going to input that code later get some cool, sweet Destiny gear. Yeah, dude. And we're, uh, we're supposedly waiting for the Pop-Tarts because the Pop-Tarts have a, a chance at a Sparrow, Yeah, apparently. Well, we, well, we can talk about that. Anyway, okay. So this is our first impressions. We're not going to get spoilery. Okay. Yeah. No story spoilers. I don't feel like this is spoilery. Nah. We talked about it with the beta. Yep. And I and if you've been around Destiny at all, you've seen this. <laughs> yeah, if you're interested in Destiny, you've seen that the tower gets blown up and all of your stuff goes away. Yeah, they've been very upfront with that. Yeah, that the enemy uh, attacks your home base, yeah. takes it over, kicks you out, drops you off the side of a wall. So that's that's where it starts, and yep. uh, like it starts exactly how the beta started. And honestly, I was surprised by that, and this is why because like. So you see this cutscene, towers attacked, uh, Gaul is here, or the, the, sorry, the Cabal are here. Gary. Gary. The Cabal are here, um, and your, uh, your guardian comes in, lands on the tower, and you do your thing. Yep. You have been somewhere, because you don't know that this is happening. Yep. You've been off on some mission, I assume, somewhere. Yeah. I thought, in my mind, I was like, this game is going to start... Right off the bat, with some mission where you're killing people, it's going to feel like Destiny 1, maybe. Like, maybe you're on Venus, or maybe you're on um, the moon, or, you know, something. Yeah. Or maybe, like, dude, it would be even cooler, even cooler, if somehow it picks up, like, with King's, like, at the end of King's Fall, like, going back after, um, like, defeating... uh, Oryx or something like that. That'd be crazy. Well, I mean, but we've had Rise of Iron since then. So wouldn't it be the Wrath of the uh, Machine? Wrath of the Machine, yeah. Something that tied it into the end of Destiny One, like where it would be good for veteran players, but like new players doesn't really matter. You're just on this mission. Yeah, that maybe takes like you know ten minutes or fifteen minutes or something like that, and then you go back to the tower and everything breaks loose. That would be really cool. The only thing that I would say about the like a problem there yeah. is already in this first mission they give you like some powers, and they're not yeah. the, they're not necessarily the same powers that you had in Destiny One, right? And then they take them away, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's just what happens in the story. Like they they yeah. take away your light. They they trap the traveler. Blah. Everybody's seen this in the blah. trailer. Uh, yeah, that's what they do. They go blah. 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 <laughs> that's it's a really intimidating enemy. They just walk up to you and go blah. Um, <laughs> I think I'd be probably more scared of them. I mean, if they did that. So, so sometimes like, I mean, they're just like, why are you like, being so creepy? Like, why are you being like this? This enemy doesn't care at all. <laughs> why are they so awkward? Anyway, um, but yeah, so like, I like the problems with that would be you'd be like, where were you at with with Destiny One? How powerful were you? I already get like this weird dissonance between this game and the and Destiny One in that first mission. Anyway, just in the limited time that you spend, uh, you know, protecting the tower or whatever, like your powers aren't the same, and it's like, yeah. well, that's not really the same way. Obviously, they can't build the entirety of Destiny One, uh, right. you know, right. powers right. and things like that within Destiny Two. That would be pointless just for one mission. But like, I just I I would love that idea though because like if you even if they had shown you like exiting, but one um, of your sunglasses is the same. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like even if they'd shown you exiting um, the Wrath of the Machine and then hopping it, you know, flying away, like I feel like that would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, or coming from if you're coming from the mountain, like because yeah. the the mountain was the new social space there. So yeah. if you're like flying back from from being uh, with the Iron Lords, you yeah. know. Um, I do think, however, yeah, which that's a good point. Couldn't we go to where the Iron Lords are? So we do encounter people who have been at the Iron Lords. So I think we're kicked out of there too um, mm. because Tess Everett 
Oh, not mm. Tess Everett. Is it? No, it's not Tess. Uh, t- uh, the uh, the Cryptarch. Cryptarch. Yeah. Is yeah. it like Tara or something like that? Uh, or Tyra? Uh, yeah, Tyra sounds right. Tyra Karn. Is that right? Yeah. Tyra, Tyra Karn. Yeah, something I think, like that. Something like sure, that. Sure, we're going to go with it. Again, it's a name that you read. Uh, but anyway, Tyra Karn is like, she shows up at later on like yeah. as your Cryptarch. So um, you assume that something has happened at the uh, the mountain as well. I better not have desecrated that place. Blown up the... Uh, Spent a lot of time relighting those flames of the Iron Lords. I mean, yeah. I mean, getting all the artifacts and stuff. Well, I mean, obviously those are gone, dude. Just mm. blow them up. Um. My second biggest criticism yeah. is that your character does not talk in this game. It is so awkward. There's a couple of lines. Early. Very early. There's one line I, I can think of that my character talked, and I thought it was super awkward because of this. I didn't remember my character's voice. Oh, I do. I didn't remember it, and I, I, it might but be. This, it could no, be different. It could be a different actor, too. But it gets awkward later because, like, Instead of in the place of you having conversations with yep. people, your ghost has conversations with them, and you just like do these weird gestures. And I'm like, yeah. are you are you mute now? Like this well, is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then like in Destiny One, you disagreed with your ghost a couple of times, yeah. like a few times. You did. Right now, and, you have no other like. It's like you and your ghost are like one person, right? Oh my god. And it's like I don't, I don't, I don't know if I agree with the things that are that my ghost is saying a lot of times. You know, yeah. <laughs> where I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't agree with that. It's weird. I don't like it. Like. I, I I remember like I feel like they said something about like, you know, we want you know you to feel like you're the player or you're you're in the adventure. I'm like I didn't that never like Nathan Drake talking in um, yeah. in uh, Uncharted doesn't make me feel like I'm not Nathan Drake. So we talked about Zelda earlier. That's yes. one of the, been one of the biggest things about Zelda not speaking in Breath of the Wild. Like people are some people are like oh man he should totally speak. Other people are like no because I I want to be I want to inhabit that character with my own persona, you know, it's like, and if a voice comes out of him, that's not mine, then it's like, whatever. But like my mind, but that's a thing about the way like that, that, that it's a largely like text-based game anyway. Correct. Like, that doesn't throw me off as much. No, and in this case, like there's a lot of people like and and like you're role playing your character. Like I am not my character in Destiny. Like no, I'm not. I'm not, not the guardian running around here. Right. It's like it, I play my guardians slightly differently as because well. Because you, you have three of them. Right. Well, and it's like I also like with uh, with my. Um, Whenever you're not really given many choices, but it's like my Defender Titan, I play that vastly differently, even in like weird like ways where you're just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run right in whenever my team's back here with my yeah, Guardian yeah. Titan. I'm sitting back here and protecting the crap out of them, you know? Right. Whereas like my Warlock, I'm going ham all over the place here, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, agreed. Yeah, your play, your play style is different. I don't know. That's just my like, my, my second biggest criticism, and I'm just gonna like lay out a third. Third biggest criticism. Okay. The lack of your sparrow <laughs> at all. <laughs> There's entire swaths of some early missions where it's like, get across the map, and it's like, oh, well, I'm walking. There's going to be dialogue. No. Anytime now. <laughs> Anytime there's going to be dialogue. Oh, the thing is, like, so you get a sparrow eventually. Like, you either <laughs> I you haven't can, gotten can, one yet. Get bro. it out of a random drop, or you for sure get one at the end of the the entire campaign. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm, and I'm like, at level cap. I'm not at the end of the entire campaign, but like, I haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> I'm like, and these spaces were made for sparrows. Like, they want you to like, sure, they want you to like run around and like explore places. But yeah, I would explore more if I could get between these spaces faster. Yeah, well, and like you, I I, I remember I was sitting on a planet the other night i think it might have been titan or whatever i'm like that is clearly a ramp yeah 
why can't I go off this ramp? I don't know. Like, it, it's it's the weirdest. <laughs> it's baffling There's to me. There's no reason for it. Yeah. All right. Well, it, so we start off with some negatives. Some negatives there. Yeah. But the positives. Positives. I love this game. It's so good, man. Well, I should start off the positives. Whatever. Hey, dude, we're here now. Yeah. We're here now. And uh, we're, we'll probably be in the positives for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. So if you liked Destiny 1. Yeah. Multiplier that by like four. Yes. And you got Destiny 2. Oh, my so like, goodness. The story is great. Yeah. Like, the gameplay is great. It feels like a live area or a game. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like it doesn't feel as um, barren, I guess, or as, like, closed off. Espe- it, especially, like, in vanilla Destiny without the expansions. Like, the expansions yeah. brought in, like, things like uh, Faction Wars and brought in, like, oh, now there's a sword dude over here that you can go, like, in and have some sort of event. Yeah. But, but, like, this starts out from even more than that. Like, where it's, like, there are not just two kind of factions battling it out on each planet. Yeah. There are multiple things going on in each one. There's scannables to, like, discover in each area. Yeah. And, uh, and man, that environmental storytelling of, like, having this, the, uh, something to scan and being like, Oh, this was an encampment. Oh, this was a Vex thing. Why, why is this even here? There's like crazy foreshadowing in some of these, uh, some of these episodes as well. Like where you'll yeah. scan something, it'll give you a small little tiny hint. And then later on, it'll pay off in like tenfold right. by the end of that mission. And those right. are just the story missions. Um, the other thing that I find really interesting is I, I continuously, whenever you finish a, a mission, sometimes there's a cutscene uh, flashing back to the main villain, Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and like him discussing with like the troops and like you get into his mind a little bit. And that was really intriguing to me. And that's something we've never had in destiny before. Yep. Um, that context for like, how is it like, who is this person? How evil are they? What have they done in the past? That lore it's, it's already like there. Well, and I was trying to like, and that's something they got into like when they were, they were, um. Uh, whenever they were, they released Taken King. I think is the best time they got into it. They even did it a little bit with House of Wolves with Crota. That kind of made sense. Um, and then and then Wrath of the Machine, like that expansion. What was that? That was so. The, that one, like, if wait I, a minute, that was that was the last one. The Wrath of the Machine was the last one that we'd saw. Yeah, but so taking. Yeah, okay, so I'm trying to remember the narrative. With Destiny, vanilla Destiny one, I can't even like. The villain in it, Chris, was the darkness. If that the helps. Da- I know, yeah, the darkness. Then that's the thing. It's well, so and, ambiguous. Yeah, and you go, you go to the Black Garden, and there's that. Things. There's that pulsing heart in the last mission, and that's the darkness. What the and heck you heck shoot that? that and, ah, that's so weird. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, but then you have Atheon, which, like, I mean, that's that feels more like a villain. But it's a self-contained kind of a experience too. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have like there's no. You don't hear them monologuing. Well, it comes back. <laughs> it came back in Taken King whenever you end up going into the vault again. And you're like, yeah. okay, that's how this kind of ties in. Yeah. Um, and, like, Luke Smith did Taken King, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, that's why this feels better. Yeah. You know? um, well, and then you think about the villains of Destiny. Like, you... In any story, we always talk about on the podcast in reviews or whatever, that, like, your hero really is is only as powerful as the forces of evil that they overcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the villain has to be really well developed in things for you to really feel like the hero is well developed in mm-hmm. something. And so in this, like this, and then uh, in pr- previous destiny, Oryx was really the only villain that felt like you really could put your finger on it, you know? Cause like even right. in, even in the, uh, the, well, cause you had the, a history with him, right? You're like, oh, I killed his son. Yeah. It's like, you can understand <laughs> that motivation. 
Um, whereas like uh, Siva, who knows what that was, you right. know, what was the motivation of a, of a weird technology. And right. it's like, you can kind of parse that together. Um, well, but like in they, this, even, they even built up, or, uh, uh, Crota, like it within the campaign. Cause there was like, right. like there was a couple of missions where they talked about Crota and the like sort of Crota teased him. And you're like, by the time you get to him, you're like, Oh, they've been trying to like get him here. Yeah. You know, like they've like these, they are all following Crota. Right. Right. Um, Trying to resurrect you, him. You take him down, and then you, like, you know, then all of a sudden Oring shows up. And yeah. I mean, it, it's like, it's that's the most well-developed villain. But in this case, like, you really do see, and the Cabal, you know, you see them as as this, like, evil villain. Yeah. And you see, like, you, they, like I said, they, they added monologuing, you know? You know like, the, right. the Incredibles thing was like, oh, you got me monologuing. Like, we get that. And, uh, and I find that that is humanizing on the 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 villain side and that really makes you get context for what's going on yeah. and like want to want to take somebody well, out and there's already know? there's been some twists and turns and like i feel like there's also there's some uh, character development with the villains and some of the heroes you yeah. know like that it's just not there in the beginning in the first one. Definitely. Well, I mean, and everybody losing their light and people, you know, other guardians and other NPCs reacting to that is yeah. really interesting as well. And how they all react differently where already in, in, I think whenever we talked about the beta, I mentioned that in that first mission, you already had like, rather than the, uh, the main three Vanguard characters, yeah. they all wanted something different. Right. You know, one person was going after the speaker. One person was protecting the, the people of the city. The other person just wanted revenge. And that kind of, like those kind of things that they take characters that didn't have a, a, a really motivations in the original destiny. They take those characters and they give them really good motivations mm-hmm. where you're like, man, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Like that. I, even though I wouldn't necessarily react that way, I get that. And so like, I love the idea that there these other forces at play that are pushing and pulling on each other. Yeah. And to get all of those wrangle, all of those into, uh, into, you know, a team yeah. is what you are tasked with. Um, as far as like the, so we've talked a little bit about the the spaces, like the, the one thing that like feels different with this game is like the way that this was designed. And so it's, it's familiar enough to make sense. Yeah. For instance, like chests and consumable or uh, things that you pick up uh, resources. Yep, they all make the same sound as they did in Destiny One, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, don't have to re- relearn something there. Yeah, but then something like you know public events is completely revamped. You know, yep. like you know where they are, when they are, and it, and there's a countdown. Yeah, timer. it's locked for each location. What's basically happening there? Um, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, later on, like there's some challenges like you can just do in these spaces. I don't know if those are daily or weekly or whatever they are. Like I guess we'll find out. Like I'm still we're still working through some of this. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, strikes. There's these lost sectors, which is cool. I don't know. Like, I don't think those will. I feel like I don't feel like those will ever reset. Like, you can always go back down into them. Yeah. But like, I think after you like go in them once, it's all like you've been there, so you can go back down in there and, and do it again. Yeah, but you can loot it again. Because it's not like different loot when you go down there. I mean, I mean, it is different loot, but it's not lesser loot i guess yeah, is what and i'm it's, trying to say and it's the same encounter basically yeah. you know um and but i love that it's such a sense of discovery in this base game where yeah. like yeah like i want to do that there's these adventures that, that you can go on yeah. the things that i haven't seen are there aren't there um there's something else uh 
I mean, the other only other encounter that I can think of is like they have like boss encounters, mini boss encounters that just kind of like wander around yeah, the public they're areas. They're like yellow bar, like uh, yeah, a major major kills. Like if you kill them, you get loot. Like I will say, like the the loot system here feels a lot better. I mean, early game for sure. Like yeah. I mean, you're leveling up. Like I hit level cap, and I haven't even finished the campaign or anything. Well, and so. I don't even mean that. I mean like. Um, like shaders, like we've let's talk about them. There's a big controversy right now. Like, yeah. well, they're not permanent; they're just consumables. You have to, you can, you can buy. I, I, this is the thing. I don't like the phrase where people are like, well, you have to buy them. No, you don't have to buy. You can buy them if right. you want. You know, right? Want to? Um, but thing, doing things like that keeps me from like hoarding them. You know, yeah. And then like the guns, the fact that they only have one role. Like, well, cool. I'm going to delete every other instance of this gun whenever I get a worse, like lower level version of this or something. Like, yeah. The only time I've I've encountered a different role was like a different damage modifier. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I have this sniper rifle, but now I have the sniper rifle in really. Arc. I yeah. don't, I haven't seen a different damage modifier I, or anything. I've I've seen it once, and I just just like I went ahead and dismantled it anyway because it was low level. But yeah, I don't feel like that was supposed to happen. Maybe the legendaries aren't that. That way but it's some of the blues that uh, i've had have been so like where it's like oh this is an arc this is a, a solar all right we'll see <laughs> unless i was reading it wrong i could have been that was really late last yeah, night yeah um i could have totally been reading it wrong so so like like that keeps me from like just like you know just hoarding everything again. The, about the shaders, like I, I have gotten a few shaders, right? But yeah. I have not had the confidence to put it on anything yet. So like I, I haven't even worn it yeah. because because like it's a consumable and it's like oh man this cool looking purple shader I don't want to put it on something I'm gonna dismantle next you know a few days ago like or in a, in a couple days. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm kind of holding on to those right now. But until I start using them on the higher level gear, yeah, I feel like. I won't necessarily be able to make the call about whether or not I like the new system for that. Well, this is the thing. Like, I, I've already put, like, because I, I, well, what happens is, like, because they're random drops, like, yeah. I ended up getting, I have six of the same shader. So, yeah. like, I went ahead and put it on. I didn't put on any of my, like, ones, yeah, that I'm going to end up dismantling, but I put it on my exotic. You yeah. Know, where it's like, I'm not dismantling that ever. I, that's a good point. I mean, you know? and, and then, like, you know, they. And uh, if I want to change it, I have five more instances of this to come back to it if I want right. to. Right. Or if you find a better color, it's like, well, right. who cares about, you know, this color anyway? So I'm yeah. just going to, you know, pop it on there. Exactly. I think they also drop really frequently. Yeah. Um, they drop in chests on, and there's like, there's specific ones to the different planets. Yeah. And there's specific ones for different activities and stuff. And so, like, I can see how, like, if somebody has a shader and they shade like their entire armor set with it except for like they don't have enough for one thing right like that would be a problem well they give you three at a time so technically like so say you know like you want your whole outfit to look the same yeah and you're not really like planning on changing it anytime soon you just like do all three of them okay here's the here's my question uh you can shade everything though you can shade like infuse legendaries Yes. So once you have a, a legendary piece, you're probably not dismantling that either. Yeah, and like you said, because it has a different role, like has the same role on every single yep. one. Like it's, it should be fine. Yeah. So you just infuse it up. Yeah. And uh, and it's just like, oh, this one looks great in black, and so I'm just gonna have you know this one in black, and oh, and this one in yellow, and this one, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like if you really do want to change up your your stuff. You know that you can do it if yeah. you want. Um, but, I also think it's interesting. Like I, I like the idea that you can have like, oh, I want my chest plate to have like purple highlights, but I mm-hmm. want my, the rest of my body to have like blue highlights or something yeah. like that. Like you can kind of customize per piece, yeah. which is really nice in this game. Um, again, it's just like I don't know about the consumable aspect of it because right now it's leading me. Like you said, it was it's leading you to not hoard the uh, mm-hmm. the the consumable shaders. 
I feel like I am hoarding them at the moment. Yeah, I just remember like last, you know, like by the end of Destiny One, like most of the time I don't care how I looked. Any, I would use one shader, yeah, like and just keep it. Yeah, it's like oh, and that like, looks good. Yeah, that, and that looks Dismantle good on almost everything. Yeah, so like that's what I feel like was gonna, is going to end up happening. I'm just gonna, like, whatever, you know, like yeah, if I get a really cool one, you know, like yeah, yeah I'll use that. But yeah. if not, it's not a big deal. Um, for sure. So like that, you know, like that kind of stuff, like the, the loot system, the weight where it drops so frequently and like, it's really just giving you better and better gear. Like as you go on, as long as you don't dismantle like your high level gear, like, right. like it's like, I choose to use some blues that are lower than my higher level, but like they're still in my inventory is higher level. Yep. So it automatically gives me things that are over that anyway. Yeah. It's, it, it, I love the, uh, the behind the scenes kind of updates that they've made to this, like the, like whatever loot drops, you don't have to have the gear equipped. Um, it'll always go above your highest level gear. So say I have a 100 level gun equipped, but I have a 110 level gun in my inventory somewhere yeah. that I don't have a the next gun that drops is going to be a level above level 110 because right. I have that in my inventory somewhere. Previous game, you had to have it equipped, and that was just nuts. You had it equipped, and still then sometimes, you know, like oh, yeah. in, in the early days. Oh, man. And that's the thing. Like, whenever you compare this to the early days of, or the, you know, level 1 through 20 of the original Destiny, Vanilla yeah. Destiny, is like, it was such a grind, and nothing happened other than like you were just going through story missions. You did, you could do patrols, but like it wasn't necessarily required. Yeah, and it, this just feels like such a robust game already. And I like I'm like I hit a point, um, which maybe you did too. Like where strikes open up. Have you have strikes open up for you? Yep, yeah. just did. So yeah. like those those just opened up, and those are like I don't know how far we are through it, but I'm like level seventeen, you're level twenty. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, things open up as well. So, like, they're doing a good job of, like, opening things up as you move along. Yeah. Um, to where I'm kind of like, but by, by the time we get through the campaign, I hit level, you know, I've hit level 20 and my light level or whatever you want to call it is still going up. Yeah. Like, I feel like then, like, you know, the whole game will, will be have, it's like, well, here's the whole game because yeah. I'm sure they'll open up something else then. For sure. Well, <laughs> and, and you figure, like, even raids, like, they haven't released the first raid yet, so that'll open up next week sometimes. So, like, even that, like... Just that alone being open is like, oh man, that opens up so many more um, yeah. like things, activities to do. Like it's a weekly activity that a high, high level activity that you can rock out. Um, well, and that it is such a good job with like you know, and Vanilla Destiny. Whenever you got through with the campaign, you were maybe level fifteen or something like that, whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, and you still had to go up like. Or was it? Were we going to thirty or twenty? I think twenty six was 26. the highest, and so like you could get to level twenty two. And like then you have to grind up to twenty four to hit the raid level. Just redoing missions. Like yeah. there wasn't like a ton to do. Yeah, that's why I say like whenever I hit uh hit level cap last night it was like maximum level flashed yeah. up there. I was like, yes. Yeah. Now all I have to do is get better gear, you know, yeah. and the better gear has been dropping, so yeah, and, and like some of the things from you know, like it's interesting. Like we were kind of talking beforehand. Like some of the things in this game feel like they're holdovers from the first one. You know, like Luke Smith has talked about uh, like th that this they this either needed to be an expansion for the first game or a brand new game. I'm glad they went the brand new game route because like a lot of things have changed and like they would yeah. have had to do a major overhaul to Destiny One. I I mean as far as a system stability point, like this one I have only gotten kicked once. Yeah, I haven't got kicked at all. Um, and it, that was like a weird random occurrence. And yeah. and whereas Destiny One, like even playing it a few weeks ago, I was getting kicked like left and right, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so it's like the system sp stability aspect of it is yeah, way on, higher, especially yeah on the server side and the. You know, obviously, you know, the the last game was built originally with uh, the limitations of the previous generation yeah, in place. Point, 
Um, and they they dropped those for what was the last expansion? Oh man, I'm trying to remember. The one Rise that, of the, Iron. Rise of Iron. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Um, that and that was yep. uh, Wrath of the Machine. Yep. Yeah. So Rise of Iron, I think, dropped the, the the previous generation, and you could tell, like, with some of the like graphical yeah. effects that were in the new social space and in some of those missions, you yeah. could tell. But it's like it wasn't built from the ground up for that. Exactly, the core framework was already there, the architecture yeah. was already there, and so like it still behaved like a last gen game. But what's interesting about this, like, in so many ways, like you get the new subclasses, you get the new loot system, you get a lot of the new things, right? Mm-hmm. But in a lot of ways, like, it kind of feels like a almost an MMO-esque kind of a yeah. world event. Like we're it's where, like MMORPG is what I like it was what it feels like to me because there's a lot of Borderlands esque yeah. kind of stuff in there. Yeah and like and you think about like even like WoW or something like that world like World of Warcraft whenever they come out with a new update like they nuke this whole area of the map and then you know you get this new leveling thing. Like it kind of feels like that. Yeah. Um but in a retail release kind of a thing where it's like We've improved the 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 upgrade system. We've made you like you know changed a lot of this this mm-hmm. core mechanic stuff, but like there's some of the stuff that's the same, like the character creation. Yeah. Like your characters, yes. you can bring your characters in from the previous game, right? You load up the game if you've if you've created a character, they're sitting right there already. And if you haven't brought a character in, um, like if you you're the character creation, like I deleted a character and then recreated because like I wanted to change my hair. I also Wanted to see what the new options were um, for character creation. Yeah, and I was surprised to find out there's none. There's no new. There's no new options. Um, you can't like put a beard on your character or something like that in this game. And you can't like. There's literally zero new options. There's not like a new uh, face paint or there's not like new hairstyles. There's it's literally just the same. And so like I just changed up a hairstyle, changed up a, a tattoo or whatever, and I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um. I, I'm enjoying the newness of it. Yeah. And like my only like thought moving forward is like, once we do get through the campaign and we've, you know, like what's, what's the game like after that? Like that's where, that's where Destiny 1 changed completely. Once you hit level cap, Yeah. then all of a sudden like, well, you could do Nightfalls and you could do um, the daily story missions, heroic missions or whatever. And like there was like the game changed. Yeah. You know, like it was a completely different game at that point. Yeah. I don't know if there will be that drastic of a thing here, but I'm like, what is the what is the daily like day to day gameplay like? Do I what keeps me coming back every single day? Yeah, is it just the gear, or are there like you know like uh, I think like with Rise of Iron, or was it with Taken King or Rise of Iron that that introduced the quest system? Uh, the Taken King. As long as they still have like quests and things for yeah. me to do and like stuff like that then this game has legs. I know there are at least a few quest lines that open up after you finish the main campaign. Okay, um, Aaron, who's been on the podcast before, yeah. um, was talking about like last night, I was, I was like, oh man, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm doing one of the, uh, one of the, the post campaign quest lines. Which is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, I also think like, you know, a lot of the, the quest lines are tied to these, these open areas that we yeah, have. Yeah. Um, and those areas are more interesting this time around. But at the same time, like I wonder um, if maybe that's why they hold off on giving you a sparrow because it's like, well, at the very least, the interest can come from traveling through this area in a different way than before. Yeah. Possibly, you know, like, but travel alone is not going to keep me around. Like, that's the thing yeah. I just want, I want to make sure, like, sure, we're loving this first 20 hours, yeah. but just like after, after 
you know, like the main campaign of Destiny One, everything changed. Everything can change here. Yeah, and hopefully it changes into a good way. Exactly. You know, you know? I think I think it will. I think like they've talked about like they want to reward people for doing um, the weekly activities and yeah. things like that. Um, so I well, think I think it, it probably will be fine. The one thing I haven't jumped into at all is the Crucible. Yeah, and I think that will come, keep me coming. Like if the if the main part of the game doesn't keep me coming back, the Crucible will. I because, I agree. Um, like especially in the beta, like I love that thing and yeah. like the game. I just haven't, you know. You only have so much time. Yep. It came out on Tuesday. Yep. We played, you know, I played ten hours. You played, I've played twelve. Um, like <laughs> you can only, you only spend it doing so much. And I, like I've been trying to get through. Like I just opened up, like to be frank, just opened up all the areas, mm. and you know, all of a sudden now there's more things to do and stuff like that. Yeah. But like to, to get to that, to take ten hours to get to the point where you're like, okay. This is I've got some stuff to do now. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of stuff to do now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I mean, that just shows the depth of the game and and the the engagement, like the fact that I've been engaged already for ten hours, and yeah. I feel like I'm still just barely scratching the surface on this thing. And I've always like both days that that I've I've played. Like I, originally, like I had intended to maybe like take off a day or whatever, but that yeah. just didn't end up working out. Yeah, me you too. know, um, but it's like the fact that whenever I would finish up whatever I needed to finish for the day, you know, get get done with work. Yeah. I would immediately be like destiny. Yep. I want to do this. Yep. You know, the fact that like it's on my mind that much yeah. is, uh, is just a testament to how good what I've experienced so far is. Yeah. The only, like I'm trying to remember, trying to think the last game that I was like that with breath of the wild. I was like that. Yeah. Um, at the beginning for sure. Oh yeah. Um, it was, there was another one recently that I was talking to Fulton about, um, what was it? Oh, Forza Horizon. Yeah, three. Oh yeah, that was like last oh, year. Totally, like, man. At, like whenever I was at work or whatever, I was just like, man, I'd totally love to be driving right yeah. now. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like whenever you find yourself catch yourself like being like, man, I wish I was, you know, yeah. playing this game. Then it's like, yeah. man, that's whenever that's a good you. Good game. Ooh, yeah. It's like yeah. A, it's. I compare it to like that's a good book that you don't want to put down. You know, right. like or that you like you 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 want to. You know, hurry up and get back to you yeah. or something like like the Hunger wanna, Games. You know, kind you of. just want to devour the entire thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, oh man, I want to just gobble. Like that's what, like a game, that, you know, that I have wanted to take time off work for. Like right. that's where you get into like crazy right. level. And what's funny is the way that, the way that you like consume it. Like so, like Breath of the Wild. You know, like to me that sound that feels like me reading Lord of the Rings. You know, like yeah, you know, that's an investment. You're going to take your time with it's it. You're not going to like try to like go through it. And then like something like Destiny, man, that feels like. Um, a, you know, a really good like graphic novel where you're just like, this is, I gotta get this, you know, yeah. through this. I'm gonna read it real fast, you know. Yeah. Like, give me the give me the next uh, the yeah. next installment Hunger like Games, tonight, you know. Yes, like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yep. Hunger Games. Uh, I had a unique experience with each of those books. I read them over the course of three days. Ah. All three. I mean, I sped through it as well, dude. I mean, like I, all night long. Like I remember the reading the first book, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna read a little, little chapter yeah. before I go to bed. It was the next morning, and I was like, "Oh, I have to go to work." <laughs> I stumbled. I stumbled <laughs> upon those. I stumbled upon those books at the right time. Um, it was around, uh, uh, like, it was around uh, Easter. I was still mm. working at the church, ah. and um, I, uh, I had a bunch of things that I was like exporting and stuff like that. Nice um, videos and stuff like that. I was working on, and so like anytime I would have to export something, <laughs> pull up that book and just read that for like. I've got know, time for a chapter. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and I sped through, nice. I, like, it wasn't three days, but it was like over the span of like a week, yeah. you know, yeah. that I read all those. Literally. I remember we had the first two books, right? Mm -hmm. I read the first book 
in one day. I read the second book in the other day. And I literally was like, I was getting to the end of that one. I was like, how can I like finish? Yeah. How can I do this? Because I think I started on a Thursday night and I read all night long, worked on Friday, read the next one like on Saturday and Sunday or whatever. So mm. it was literally just like maybe three or four days okay, of yeah. like, it was one day per book. And like at one point I just remember panicking because I didn't have the last one. <laughs> and, uh, and so we had to like fix that situation yeah. too. So <laughs> such good books. Yeah, man. It's uh they're fast ones, fast reads. Movies were all right. Movies were good. The only other book that has been that way, like actual book for me, yeah. um, has been like, I have to read this right now is The Road. Uh, by oh, man, dude. And that's the thing. Like once you start that, because like, and we've talked about it before, The Road is such a unique experience. There's no chapters. There's, um, it just, it just goes, you know? Yep. And um, I don't even remember. Is there punctuation? Like, I feel like there is. <sighs> there's yeah, there's a little punctuation. Gaps. There's not, oh, this is what it is, right? Like there's no, uh, it doesn't say, I have like, this person said and like all that kind of stuff. I can't remember exactly. There's something unique with the way that it's yeah. written where it just kind of flows. It just flows. And yeah. it literally, it, it does like flows is the right word. It kind of just flows like water Yeah, and it just goes. And you're like, I have to, I have to read all this. Yeah. Like this and, is just not stopping. And the, 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 the way that the subject matter is addressed within it, um, is so like, it encourages it like flows is the right word because like it just encourages you yeah. to read it yeah. and it's like even if it's the most shocking thing it's like no you have to get like you have to continue yeah. you have to you know not not get through it get through it is not the right word but you have like just push on the only way the only way out is through the only way out is through and like yeah. you just kind of go and until you finish the book yeah and then you're just like whoa yeah, the road is phenomenal man Corn yeah. Crothy. It's genius. Uh, the the other, only time I slept while I was reading that book, yeah. I slept. Like it was over a weekend again, where I like started on a Saturday, I finished it on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, the only time I slept was whenever they slept. Like there was one mm. time where I was like so tired, and I was like, yeah. I was like, oh man, hopefully, oh they're gonna sleep at a campfire. Close the book. Yep. You know, put it down. The um, uh, I think I'm like this is I like this this the this topic. The other book I did that with. Um, where I just like consumed the whole thing was uh, Stephen King's Cell. Ah, uh, I I was close. I did. Uh, I think I did that one over a week. That 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 book. Was wild you, man. You watched the movie, right? No. No. I heard the movie was trash. I heard it was terrible. Like, <laughs> this is my thing. <laughs> Love Stephen King. Yeah. Great writer. Yeah. Great stories. Yep. Terrible movies. Whenever he has any input into them. I'm interested to watch it this weekend. Yes, like, it, I, yeah, I know. am, and I don't know how big of a part he played, but like, for instance, like. I love The Shining, one of the best movies ever. Yeah. Like great scary movie. Um, he hates it. Yep. Like he hates what um, what was done with it. Like the way the thing, anything that they changed. And I'm like, and then you, like a lot of the things you dig into what's changed, and you're like, those are the reasons I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's the reason I like this movie. Like that's what makes it genius. And yeah. I, I that's the thing. Like I think there's just like a difference in the mediums. You know, like you can do a mm. lot more things and take a lot more leaps with books. I feel like sometimes mm. than than movies, especially like scary books. Like you ha you need to if it's on film, it either needs to make absolutely no sense. Or it needs to make complete sense, you know? It can't be this weird in-between. And that's where, like, I feel like a lot of his stuff lives. Yeah. You know, you think about something like The Langoliers or Under the Dome, and it's like... Or even Cell, like you said. You even know? Cell. Like, you get into, like, the way that it's... It's like, this is kind of hokey. 
Mm-hmm. But it works whenever you're because his writing's so good. Well, it's like you know? it's hokey, but it's based in like some like there's usually some aspect of like the realism to it. Yeah, and then it's like you take that and you twist it with some fantastical element right. of like of horror, and that's where you get it. And, and, and in a the movie shining, standpoint, it's like like you said, it either either it needs to be full on supernatural or it needs to be full on. It makes sense. Yeah, and not like this weird in between. There is like, an in between. Yeah. Yeah, like everyone's still acting normal, but there's something crazy going on. Like, yeah, dude. I don't know. It, I'm so so like amped to see it because I saw that mm. long like the the mm-hmm. original the mm-hmm. television series as it was put together in a movie mm-hmm. or whatever. Ooh. Ooh. Messed me up. Was <laughs> 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 a kid. Uh, well, so I, I'm excited to see the movie. Yeah, it's, I think that comes out this weekend. That comes out this weekend. So I'll probably end up seeing it sometime this weekend. All right. Well, that's it for this week. This is a long show. Hope you enjoyed it. We went on off a lot of tangents. Talked about a lot of things. I feel like it was a really fun like episode for us. Yeah. Hopefully it was fun to listen to. It's a lot fun for you. Um, we will have... Well, so this is the thing. Next week, our um, Destiny... We were planning on doing our Destiny review. I'd still like to review it. I'll probably be through the campaign. We'll see what like everything is like, it, like afterwards. We're planning on running... The raid on Wednesday of next week. That's right. Before we record on Thursday. That's right. So here's our caveat. We may review this game without having completed 100% the raid. And that may be like a thing where like we give our score and Mm -hmm. then we give a different score for the raid. Or maybe we like we can come back and revise it after we finish it or something if we want to. But dude, we make the rules. We do what we want. We do what we want. I I feel like you know. Knowing what a raid is, and like as long as the rest, of the like the majority of the raid is fun, like just the, unless the the boss just ends up being frustratingly <laughs> awful, like uh, Crota. I don't know if Crota maybe so early on, bro. What's early fu- what's, on, what's man. funny is everyone else has these terrible memories of Crota. I had good experiences all the time, <laughs> but I will say I ran it most of the time with. Not our group. Yeah. Because I don't feel like our group liked Crota. Well, okay, so like the first time I ran that, I ran it like I uh, like whenever you load up Destiny 2, which we didn't talk about, the one of my favorite uh, parts yeah. is it goes through all of yeah. your past which achievements. Was super cool. And it tells you who you were with. Yep. I saw the group that I first completed Crota with. Yeah. And I was getting carried, man. Yeah. Like the people I cre- I went through that with were like I guarantee they were ridiculously high level, and then it was, was it only like Trace and all that. Yeah, it was, it was it was Trace, and I think Hawk was in there too yeah, yeah. at that point. Like he was hardcore into it. Yeah, might have been Cupid as well, but like I guarantee I got pulled through the first time I did Crota, and then it was only after that first time because I remember loving Crota. Yeah, and then after that time, it got frustrating. Yeah, what's what's funny is like yeah, like that's one of the one of the coolest things. I'm like. Man, this is so cool. They showed you these milestones, like when they first completed it, who you're with. I'm like, but also super weird that they're tracking that. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is like, man, who, who, like, who knows what else they're tracking? Well, I love, we were talking to somebody, and then somebody's gamer tag was super inappropriate that they were like oh, with really? at the time. <laughs> and it was like, it's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be tied to like, that's the first time I completed this thing <laughs> with this person, you know? That's funny. I mean, and it, it does, it brings back, I mean, I, I, didn't, I was surprised at how much the, how many memories that would bring back specifically so like yeah. for instance uh whenever i completed uh prison of elders <coughs> yeah finally on yeah. hard mode or whatever we like, were together so, right no 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 jo- because that was the last thing i was trying to do the whatever it was called for year one okay and get the emblem yeah, yeah, yeah and all that stuff like uh and 
that was the last thing. And it was literally the last night I'd been working. I had, I had uh, gotten on every single night that week. Yeah. Trying to complete Prison of Elders Challenge. And um, I, like, I would always start the night playing with someone I knew. Yeah. Finally, it was the last night. And <laughs> I, I think I talked about this on the podcast. And uh, I uh, got in a group. And I think I started with someone we, that I knew or whatever. But eventually, people just had to go to bed. And I kept pulling in, like, getting on LFG <laughs> or uh, the IO uh, yes. and getting new people in. And finally, got this one guy who he was like, he had just got home from work. He was just playing for a couple hours. So he's like, and I, and uh, the guy, the other guy that I was with like left. And so I was like, man, I'm like, I've exhausted all my people. I've just been getting on, you know, LFG or whatever. And he's like, he's like, listen, let me look at my friends list. He's like, all right, there's this guy, dude, I haven't played with him in like, I don't know, probably a year, but he's really good. I'm going to hit him up and see. See if he wants to play with us. And it ended up being this dude. He's like the leader of the clan <laughs> who has the most, like, who was first to get all the grimoire score or something like that, oh like Max Grimoire score. In the fir- and I'm like, holy moly. And like <laughs> his uh, his team was like second to complete the raid or something at that point, whatever raid that was. Uh, I guess it would have been. Well, Cro- I mean, it, would have been a they Crota? didn't have a road. Yeah, it would have been Crota at that point. Yeah. So anyway, and, uh, and so we pulled him in, and it was literally. Like, we worked on it again for, like, probably... And he was telling us what to do. Like, at that mm-hmm. point, he was running the show. I'm like, you're yeah. the veteran. Hey, you're lead. And and it was funny because, like, the other dude was such... Like, I like I I, uh, I need to, like, see if I can play with this dude again. Um, because the, the other guy who brought him in, he was just, like, such a cool dude. He was just like, yeah, he's, like, down for anything, whatever. But this other guy, um, he was, like, finally, he was like, all right, guys, I got three more tries here. We get when immediately he just got wiped on like the first one. Like, oh gosh, dang it, man. So then, like, he's like, all right, I got two more. Like, I got uh, two more tries and then I'm out. Like, sorry, I like, I've got to go to bed working tomorrow. Um, and so, second one, we get, we get like halfway through. Yeah. And like, it was going good. And there was just like, it was just a freak accident. And he's like, all right, he's like, I know that was weird. Like, sorry, I've got to get this the last time. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> nailed it, man. Yeah, and I'm not—I kid you not. It was like four thirty in the morning, five four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. I went to work the next. Day. It was like a, this was like a Monday night or whatever because that's when the reset happens. <laughs> that's how life happens, man. Um, it comes at you fast. It, it does come at you fast. And uh, f- anyway, finally, finally uh, uh, got that. That's awesome. And uh, like, and those are two random people that I don't interact with ever yeah anymore like i i played with them that one time it's one of the things like, i love about this game man. but like if you just said hey this is when you when you finished prison of elders yeah that wouldn't have spurred like my memory of the whole mm. experience yep but whenever you put the names of the people you're yeah. with i'm like holy cool. cow i forgot about that entire That's story cool. well what's amazing is like a dark below like i think i came to dark below maybe a little bit after everybody else and yeah. like so i went through the story all by myself yeah and like my name was the only name on there and i remember being like man mm. that was such a unique experience because like yeah. i remember it was like whenever we had first moved into this house yeah it came out because our tv was on the other side of the room and i remember just sitting there all night long and uh and like playing through these missions and like being amazed at the storyline and stuff like that and like it was such a fun thing because i was just by myself I think the reason I couldn't play was because we were moving, you know, yeah. <laughs> and unpacked things or like whatever was going on. Um, but it was like wherever we first moved in. And, and so, yeah, you're right. Like spurring those memories. Like, again, if you just put the date on there, no way I would have remembered that. But if you're like, literally my name is the only one up there. I'm like, why was that? You know, yeah, that's, and, and that's why I'm looking at. I was the only one on my playthrough of the dark below as well. But what was I don't even remember the dark below. What was the dark below? 
Oh, that was... Mm, was no. That... Oh, no. I mean, uh, maybe it was the Taken King. Taken King is what I meant. I think I played Taken King by myself. So I was with you with Taken King. Okay. Like, um, so I was with you a lot. The, the, the I think things... I played through that twice because I played through it on two characters and I played through it first by myself and then once with you. The notable things to me were like, yeah, you, you did it completely before I did. Notable things to me were like, uh, with, with what we're talking about, like I was with you like when I finished the Black Garden, um, yep. with you whenever I finished the Taken King. I was actually with Hawk and I think Trace whenever I finished the Black Garden. It's It was interesting to me like that... Uh, yeah, we were. Um, uh, I was by myself when I did Prison of Elders with those other two guys. The story I just told. In fact, we five manned King's Fall the first yeah, time. That was yeah, wild. That was awesome. Mode. Yeah, which is. I mean, I don't. I don't know how unique that is, but it feels like it's pretty unique. Um, <laughs> Super like, fun. The other people who popped up was like, okay, like Reckless popped up a couple times, like yeah. two, three, three times. I'm like, man, I need to play with him again. Yeah, I haven't then, played with Reckless in a while. And then uh, and then Cupid popped up a couple times. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. You know, yeah. we still play with him. Well, I played I played through majority of this, uh, like my play experience at this point with, with Cupid, um, yeah. with this one, which is awesome. So anyway, there's, like it's just, it's, They've always kind of like stressed, like, hey, the community is where is what we're about here, you yeah. know, like, and the 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 memories you make with all these other people, and like, I don't know, there's just a cool way to remind you of that and to bring you into Destiny Two. It it was very um, it was a very retrospective and very like kind of cool way to do it because yeah. it like reminded you like yes. This isn't just a an experience I have alone. This yeah. is a thing that I do with my fire team. With you know? friends, you with know? Friends. And, it's, and it's like, and people you don't even know. Like, even in the, in the Destiny 2, like, I've had experiences already where, like, I was in a social space the other night and, like, I was doing, like, one of the Easter eggs in the social space and somebody was like, how are you doing that? Yeah. Like, messaged me. And I was like, follow me! You know, and it's like, <laughs> and so then they, you run around the social area and get the tasks done and do the thing. And it's like, and that's just a really cool thing you yeah, know and yeah. it's fun it's it's a uh, it's a unique social experiment almost you know it's awesome that's it for this week we'll see you next time on the show please go to your podcast service of choice review us download us oh man yeah we, <laughs> man, we almost forgot it again we've got the cards chris yeah the uh the cards for the journey to the last jedi the uh the tops Yep. Cards and so I just cracked open my pack. I've and so it's got like a lot of scenes from the new movie. It's also got scenes from some of the old movie. So I've got like the scene uh, recruiting General Kenobi from the uh, New Hope. I've also got where they were around. Um, let me see. I think this is in the Return of the Jedi. Mm, Mon Mothma and Admiral Akbar around the uh, the battle plan uh, table before they went and attacked the. Death Star. I've also got some some new ones. Uh, Kylo Ren. I've got a character card. Ah. I've also got a really cool like horizontal like widescreen kind of a character card from Kylo Ren, which is really cool. I like that one a lot. Um, and then I've got like a couple of scenes from the movie um, that are from like the trailer where you have uh, Kylo Ren looking down the barrel of his, uh, nice. his lightsaber. A lot of Kylo Ren in this one. And then I've got the uh, the speeders that are kind of going across the sand dunes nice. uh, from the trailer as well. So um, both of those actually have a uh, have a like if you get a, enough of them, like it collect all, all of them. Poster. They'll have the poster on the back of those cards. Yeah, mine has uh, like yeah some stuff from uh, Force Awakens. Um, looks like this is from episode three. Um, this is from Return of the Jedi. Nice. From A New Hope. 
And then I have a BB-8 character oh, card. Oh, awesome. And right there. That's and then awesome. I have a C-3PO. Ooh, that's like, cool. I don't know what this is necessarily. But I like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cool. Fun fun little cards, man. I yeah. love love Star Wars. Yeah. Love cards. All right. So you can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisTrack250. And John Wright 777. Again, go to your podcast service of choice, review us, let, let people know about us. Yep. If you want to play Destiny, hit us up on uh, on on Xbox too. Like, just yep. message us on Twitter. We'll add your uh, gamer gamer tag. That's yep. the thing. Sounds great. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.